still tinkering with it, but I think I wanted to talk to you guys about new games and free games for the week. Um, maybe some titles that might be interesting to you. Maybe you didn't catch, you know, that it released. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of mention a few games that have been getting a lot of traction. Um, you have Helldivers 2. Obviously, we talked about it last episode. Um, it's an awesome um, third-person view, um, basically, uh, um, alien squashing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Um, but basically, uh, you can get in uh, with a squad of four. Uh, you drop in. Uh, you're doing objectives, killing bugs. You know, there's also like Terminator, Terminator-like creatures. Um, so there's a bunch of things in that game. Um, it's very popular right now. The devs have fixed the server issues, and it seems like it's doing really, really well. Um, also, on that note, um, they just found out um that there's a game master for the game uh which basically almost manipulated people into defending this planet um that that was getting taken over by automatons or whatever they call them and there was apparently 160 um thousand players that visited that planet in a span of 24 hours trying to basically give it some democracy you know trying to liberate it from, yeah. from, from the robots. And um, I just thought it was it would be cool to mention it again. And then also the Night- Nightingale came out, uh, which is like a survival-ish type of game uh, with bosses. So it has like elements of um, Valheim, Ark, Minecraft. Like it has a couple of little elements from all those games and it looks really interesting. Um, I had a couple of friends play. They said it was great. Um, so definitely check that one out. There's also for ARPG fans, there's Last Epoch, uh, which is a basically like a middle ground between Diablo 4 and uh, Path of Exile. So basically it's not as uh, crazy, granular, and complex as Path of Exile, but it's not also as bland as Diablo 4 um, in terms of like builds and things you can do. Uh, it has a cool story. It has like basically time travel. Um, so... It's not just a game you can just go and obviously you can go and click kill monsters, get dopamine and jump out. But also there's a there's a decent story behind it as well. Um, it, they had some they, they had a slightly rough launch with servers. They didn't expect to have so many players, yada, yada, yada. But now it seems all good. So check that one out. There's also Balatro or Balatro. I don't know how, how to pronounce it, but it's basically a it's a roguelike poker game. So <clears throat> it takes some elements from uh, previous, um, previously popular um, card games that released in the recent years. And it has that quote-unquote simple poker rules, but it also has, you know, uh, different uh, spells and you have uh, health points and it just makes it a little interesting. And it's been really popular on Twitch, actually. Um, a lot of people have been playing it. And then finally, their specific drive. Um, this one I'm excited about and I'm probably going to, uh, try to get it in the next two to three weeks. Um, but it's basically like, um, people call it like strange, stranger things games, um, because it talks about, you know, um, crazy paranormal activities and things of that nature. You have a car, uh, you go through zones, you collect materials, you encounter crazy creatures. Um, so for the, for, for people that like thriller, horror-esque stuff um it might be interesting from my understanding i don't want to spoil anything but um you're basically bound to your vehicle i mean your vehicle it has like an ai that talks to you and it just um 
semi-casual game that you can kind of kick back and kind of just enjoy um, the world. And then finally, I did want to mention kind of every week um, uh, some free games that you guys can grab on PC. If you're on that platform, um, there is Space Crew Legendary Edition is currently free for grabs on Steam. Um, and then there is Aerial Knights Never Yield on uh, Epic Game Store. Uh, the Aerial Knights is a rhythmic uh, side scroller. Um, and then Space Crew is basically like a strategy mixed with um, something. I don't know if you guys ever played FTL, Faster Than Light. Um, I tried it once, but yeah, my knowledge is really limited. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a strategy building ish game uh it's set in space obviously and uh it i'm pretty sure it has co-op actually i didn't but it's one of those things that you can grab and you can oh it's not okay it just has multiple uh characters um i thought for some reason that it was multiplayer but but it's something you can pick up and try during the weekend you know uh maybe you like it maybe you don't but it's free hey it, it can only cost you your time but yeah, I just wanted to kind of mention a couple of games because um, we don't really cover that type of stuff with news. We really focus on the big picture stuff. Uh, we focus on companies. So I just figured it, we could take like a few minutes every week and I can kind of introduce you guys to maybe some in- cool indie titles that you can try out. Um, but yeah, that's I it. I do know what we're saying. For sure. Yeah, I do have to ask as far as the whole Helldivers 2 because there's some great memes coming out of it. Were either of you a malevolent creek vet at all? You know what I'm talking about. I think it had to do with the. I, don't, I think it had to do with that the malevolent uh, creek planet has fallen. Yeah, because I think it was the automa- one of the planets the automatons were 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 attacking. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's whatever GameStop had. Yeah, no, but I. It's a game that I, I still want to get. It's just without without. Uh, squatting up with randos or if you don't have you don't have like a, a four-man stack you're just squatting up with a bunch of random people so hit or miss but i do know i saw that if funny enough because uh, i follow some uh, military uh, beam facebook pages they actually made like a little meme of it where it was like an actual like uh like a ribbon for like hey you fought here this is whatever because military uniforms did have like ribbons on their stuff and i thought that was funny for anybody that might actually get that get the reference or not i'm sure both of you have no idea what i'm talking about but <laughs> absolutely not but i do know whenever i see you know people in the comment sections for the game it's like everybody is is so it's having so much fun just role playing as a as a liberator you know um isn't and there's there, uh oh, go ahead. no i was gonna say isn't there like there's like a big it's less of a meme more like because it feels like the actual uh the community helps create the lore which i thought was really neat for like a live service type game but it's yeah, I can't remember sure. what the dude's name was, but he's like was he got real well known for essentially team killing other people. And then he, people kind of like started as like a subsect where he would just hop in and not let people complete the quest, like attack his his own. Oh, teammates. he was like trolling them all the time. Yeah, he's got a name on that off the top of my head. I just can't remember what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. If you're not if you're not a weirdo, what are you doing, honestly? No, but it's it's definitely neat lore. It's like a game that I haven't played, though it's it's on my wish list. I need to get it. I just have other stuff that I'm doing and it I don't have the, really the time right now to play it, but uh it's kind of like it's one of those games that I follow more for the the ever-changing world and the lore, kind of like Warhammer 40K, though that's a whole other beast to get into. It's like I just like the lore of some of these games if I don't play yeah. them. I just find it fascinating like what's going on with the community and stuff. 
for sure. It's a it's a very unique and and it seems like there's actually a lot of toxic people as well. I've seen so many. Yeah, like people are saying that not now, like people are getting kicked out if you don't play the meta build. And it's just like a it's it's like a whole annoying thing of you know gamers that are usually sweaty like fourteen year olds that yeah, don't have like any other you know any other else. it's not even neckbeards I feel like it's kids that just they take it so seriously I I used to be that kid so I know exactly who it is because right. you don't have anything else to worry about in life you don't have bills you don't have anything all you care about is to be you know good at the game or to do good at the game so you know, it sucks makes- to see that. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, that makes me think of the whole, back in the day, the whole uh, 360 Modern Warfare 2. Oh, just uh, oh kids nowadays enjoyable. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I go back and watch videos and it's like, I'm surprised it's even allowed on YouTube. Like, this is, yeah, the, you know, people just go Kids nowadays would not survive. <laughs> I think a lot of them would. Some wouldn't, but, you know. Uh, I don't know, man. That was, th- those days were wild. I have like probably 3,000 hours of Modern Warfare 2. I was in clans. Like, I did the whole shebang in that game. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot doing this stuff. Basically, inherently, emulators are not illegal. I, I don't think they have a lot of ground because it's not like, you know, users selling, you know, selling the copies of the game or, or pushing it that you use it for this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just software. It's It's software. Yeah. But... And I cannot tell you how many comments I read on people saying like, well, I'm going to just download Yuzu now and pirate Zelda because of this, because they're so ridiculous. Out of curiosity, how many of those, assuming that that, a thousand or the million, whatever they're claiming, how many of those are people that honestly bought the game? And then because they wanted to mod it, they pirated it so they could play it on a on a PC so they could do extra things or something like that. That, That's what I want to know. Obviously, you're never going to really know, but... Well, it's not even not even modding. Like, well, I guess it's modding to play on like higher resolution, 120 frames per second. Yeah. You know, if if Nintendo really cared about their cust- consumers, they would be a little more experience forward, is what I usually say. And we talked about this on on this show like a couple of times. I know you know Brandon, you're a big Nintendo fan, and I know you love all the franchises, and I love them too. But I, personally, I don't know. I feel like they purposefully release hardware that's not great, so they don't have to do big things, right? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like they're shooting themselves in the foot with with this, but we'll see. You know, Nintendo went through many, 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 many lawsuits, and they always end up being fined. So I don't know. It's, it's such a weird thing, and it's it's always been an issue. But at the end of the day, let's just let people do what they want to do. I mean, there was this one developer, I can't remember who it was, but he (laughs) said, like, I would rather have people like pirate my game than not play it at all. Right. And and I think that's such a good thing, because a lot of times like you have I know people personally that pirate every new game. Right. They check it out. If they like it, they buy it on Steam or they buy it on Xbox, whatever. And they have it. And it's cool. Right. It's almost like a trial. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's such a, a gray moral ground that it's it's really hard to tell. I and personally think they're they're not going to be able to do anything. Well, do we know if they're like what country that the they're based out of? Because that's going to use a lot. It's, yeah, because um, like if they were based in Japan, they probably probably going to be screwed just because different laws. But obviously, you know, international laws like some 
in the U.S. it would be it's a little different. I don't even know if they try to go after him anymore, but obviously different well, countries have different laws. Yeah, I mean the the Gary Bowser stuff. He was he was in the U.S. Um, this says this is all it says. Yuzu provides any internet user in the world with the means to unlawfully decrypt and play virtually any Nintendo Switch game, including Nintendo's current generation and most popular games without ever paying a dime for a Nintendo console or for that game. And to be clear, there is no lawful way to use Yuzu. This is a Nintendo statement, by the way. Uh, There's no lawful way to use Yuzu to play Nintendo Switch games, including because it must decrypt the game's encryption. Defendant must be held accountable for willingly providing users a means to violate Nintendo's intellectual properties rights at just or sorry intellectual property rights at such a scale the harm to nintendo is manifest and irreparable so i don't know a location a whole lot of the whole lot of legal speak realistically yeah it it is um yeah i mean that's straight from the lawyer obviously but they're obviously they're gonna make it sound like you know they're they're losing money it's hurting it's hard to tell obviously tears of the kingdom made a lot of money for him yeah i mean millions of copies that actually sold realistically of those They're that downloaded fine, it illegally, did they ever really have an intent to get it on the Switch in the first place? Like, how yeah. much did you really realistically lose? Like, it's, yeah. I don't think it's as big as they, they're saying. Because most people just don't download stuff illegally. It's yeah. just not a very common thing. It's a very well niche thing, it's realistically. Not a, well, you got to think about this. It's not a common thing in first world countries. I can tell you for a fact that, you know, I mean, in Serbia... It's nobody's gonna pay like a quarter of their salary to buy a video game. Yeah, like, it's just not. It's not. It's not realistic. Like that's not the thing about being able to price. But to be fair, I'm pretty sure most of their money comes from like like you know places like the the U.S., Japan, the U.K., China, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, for like, sure. Big country, yeah. first world countries. Probably the bulk of it. These if you're downloaded legally from a third world country because you can't afford it. Like, well, realistically, they probably don't even take into account you know this country's you know profit margins probably so low yeah, yeah, yeah it's just they don't care about it yeah yeah i mean but i, I know they're gonna do what they're gonna do they are and uh yeah i mean it's it's crazy it's all crazy um i i, I am curious where yuzu is uh lo- like located where where it's coming from uh but obviously it's a worldwide emulator anybody can access it at any time however i mean we also got the mig switch stuff which I don't think I added an update in here, but there was an update the other day, which I did did buy, and I'm still waiting on it. it was supposed to arrive in um, in February from Russia, um, so we still haven't received that yet, and uh, that that's a whole other thing. But uh, like people are getting it, and like that's obviously stirred up a lot of controversy too. But I mean, obviously that can For be people framed. that don't know. Just just remind us, like it was the little. Um... It's it's a cart. It's a so if you know what an EverDrive is, EverDrive is an FPGA cart that you can load up all the ROMs for the entire system on. So this is essentially a Nintendo Switch cart with an SD card slot. You can load up the ROMs that way. Um, yeah. So. One of the problems is there's a dumper so that you can dump your games. Re- really, what this is advertised as is a backup um, to to save your backups, essentially. Because like, oh yeah, I've seen some of these before where it's the uh, because I've seen them for the uh, now that I actually saw what it, what you're talking about. It, it's like a cartridge. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen them for the for the DS where it's just essentially a SIM card for usually you know how you yeah, download R four. You're talking about yeah. the R four card, yeah. So I actually got to order one of those. 
Um, but so originally when you ordered this, you could get the MIG switch dumper and the cart together for the $65 or whatever. Well, I'm looking right now. Now they don't package them together. Now you got to buy them separate and the dumper by itself is like 50 bucks. Now I'm looking right now at somebody that received their dumper and it's on eBay for $112. This is just a dumper to, to back up your game. Maybe. Um, so, and then I see a MIG switch cart for $110 by itself. So you want to get them together. Now you're looking at, you know, a crap ton of money. Uh, but up, yeah, updates on it basically is that some people have received it. Um, there are concerns that, uh, the rest of the people that haven't received it aren't going to get it because apparently they're having issues resourcing parts or getting stuff out quick enough. So like their update, their last update was, they did a firmware update that improves some stuff, um, and their MIG dump tool is out, which a lot of like EverDrives have like dump tools and things like that that you can use to to gather your ROMs. Um, and yeah, essentially they're saying we really receive a lot of requests about the availability of our second product, the MIG dumper. Uh, it's a perfect companion to your MIG switch cart, which again these were advertised to be together originally. Um, cause I would, I would never buy it by them separate. I think it's stupid. Uh, it, it expected at the end of February, 2024. So we're, we're here on the first, some people have gotten them, uh, other people have not. And there is concern that, that the rest won't go out, but I read an article, um, from a website called Wolo and their update was, they essentially said the Russian team behind the mix switch piracy cartridge for the Nintendo switch has been sporadically posting updates which we talked about uh it says they're still behind for production and um that they are confirming the final design for the mig dumper so people that apparently got like a a 1.0 version and they're like revising it already the dumper so like people that haven't gotten it yet are getting this new version that they're still in production for so that's where the concern of people who haven't gotten it whether they'll get it at all i mean they probably just undershot how much it's gonna sell is my probably yeah realistic i'm sure you know what i mean i'm sure i'm sure you're gonna receive it it's just it's one of those things like hell divers two launches they don't expect to have seven hundred thousand players you know yeah so yeah but i'm sure you'll get it well uh, i'd say this but they're probably getting really good advertising from the community from shorts and videos how crazy that stuff is because i didn't it's not a game i until i saw Content creators start making videos on it. I'm like, this actually looks like a dope game. Are we talking about Helldivers 2 again? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about it so much and none of us have played it. Yeah, I can't wait to play it, though. I legitimately am super excited. We're going to talk about this later, but I will say Final Fantasy 7. I got it today. So I'm pretty pumped about that. It's installed and ready to go. Uh, Ready? What? Go Final Fantasy. We're we're just don't play Final Fantasy. You guys are lame. I'm just not a Final Fantasy fan. But I'll say this. I do like the as far as the mix switch goes. What the thing we were originally talking about? Yeah, I do like how the advertising, the name, the cartridge, everything just uh, you know reeks, uh, reeks of this is Russian. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, old Soviet star, the MIG. Obviously, it's got after the actual MIG aircraft and stuff like that. I just, I just love the the advertising, the I, the logo, and all that stuff. It is going to be a dope cartridge, though. But here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. 
basically you've got to, so I'm not going to use it on my switch that I use now. You need to use it on a switch that you don't take online because there, there could potentially be issues, you know, issues of them bricking your system. And, uh, they, they can see, uh, whether essentially when you have a cart in your switch and you go online, say you play Mario Kart, they have a registered number for your cart when you're playing online. If you take the big switch, you don't have a cart. You go online, you're getting banned across everything. So you're not going to be able to go online with this. Yeah, because there's probably some number or some ID in each yep. card that they make the, that the online service has, has to register. So I've got to get another Switch to even be able to use it. So I'll probably get like a Switch Lite or something. Um, oh, poor you. Show. I really don't want to, but I also didn't think about it until after. So, hey, whatever. I mean, uh, you're still saving a ton of money, but <clears throat> great. Great I'm just back. I'm just. I'm just backing up my games. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just backing up my games, man. Uh, so <laughs> we got uh, next. We're in the small news right now. So we got Dragon's Dogma. Apparently, has surprising um, adult content. Did you guys see this one? Oh, it's just adult see. content. We all we've all seen it. We well, I mean, it. is this is this uh, this is adult content or is this R34 content? Like, there's a difference there. Well. <laughs> According to a new rating, Dragon's Dogma 2 will feature some sexual content the player character may get directly involved in. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 contains surprising content. You can explore a vast world. Blah, I mean, that, that's about it. That's uh, essentially what they tell us. It said involving the character in sex workers. According to a new, newly published rating by the ESRB. So players yeah, gotta spend gotta spend that hard hard earned loot on so something. So what you're saying is I can go to a brothel and just get a prostitute. That's what you're saying. This game is gonna be sick. It, no, no, it, <laughs> can't you do that in like the Witcher Three or some of the Witcher games? Like, was this, yeah, you can when like the first Mass Effect game came out. I mean you could do it in like San Andreas, like you know. <laughs> oh yeah, every Yeah, I mean you've been yeah. Uh I don't know. I well well it sounds like it's gonna be a good game though, man. I am like pumped for this. Did you guys play the first or Dark Arisen? Uh I started it. I started it and this was before I had the patience for games like that. Mm-hmm. Um but now after I beat Elden Ring and I'm beat Dark Souls one, I'm gonna beat Dark Souls two. Um I definitely am going back to that game for sure. Just play Dark Arisen. Just you really don't. Yeah, just jump into that. That's what I mean. That's what I would recommend. Uh, this comes out in this. I think this month, right? Didn't it come out this month? Um, mm. I know there's a demo. Sure. Oh, a demo on March 22nd. So, uh, it's coming out soon. So probably April. I mean, a demo usually a few weeks later. Um, yeah. yeah, the first game seems when the first game came out, what it's 360, 360. yeah, 360 PS. Oh, it came out on Steam in, in 16, so no, 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 it, it released way earlier than that, yeah, right? Yeah, I just yeah. I pulled up the Steam page, that's just what like, it was it, I think like 2012, maybe it looks like an older game. For I would myself. even say 2011, actually, it, it, it could be, yeah. Somebody look it up and, and let us know there in the chat, but um, yeah, so that game looks great. It looks great. So, um, also other smaller news, we got our reveals for PlayStation Plus free games. So, F one twenty three, Hello Neighbor two, Destiny two, The Witch Queen, and Saifu. Only one of those sounds even remotely good. Saifu, Sifu looks pretty good, man. Oh. I wanted to pick it up when it came out, but the other three, Destiny two, come on, those are terrible. That's a terrible, 
uh, month of games. Bungie, Bungie's Ditch. I mean, if you can pick up Destiny 2 for $2, I saw it at GameStop today. For two dollar, a dollar ninety eight. Like, yeah, they're they're in a gutter. They they really messed up. Like, yeah, they could have done so many, could have done so many things differently, but they just chose to like be greedy and release crap. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to me, kind of a crap because Hello Neighbor Two. If I I could be wrong, but I thought it was like an online only game. Um, Which one? Hello Neighbor Two. Isn't it like an? Oh, is it multiplayer? I. I thought no, it, no, I thought the second one was on like you had to I don't know, I can be wrong. Yeah. But I mean like the first first one was not much of a game. It, but it's like it's terrible. not designed for a sequel, it's just a niche small game. I didn't care for it when I played it. I didn't like it either. Um I can't speak for the second one, but to me it doesn't look I mean it, look, it doesn't look much different. Like I look I I've got it on my Series X cuz it's on Game Pass. I I never played it, but I thought it was I thought too was an online game, but I could be wrong. So, uh, yeah, I feel like it's more of one of those like content games that they somewhat make with creators in mind. You know, just like Among Us and things of that nature. Yeah, like, I feel like like a it's, streaming it's, type game. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily. You know, I'm sure it's cool. You, it reminds me of. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played it. I can't even remember the name of it. But it was like this old game. And it had like six or seven different titles, and it might have been called Crazy Neighbor or something like that. But you like sneak in, yeah. That was that was like, like the, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was such a fun game, man. I played that. Yeah, uh, isn't this like the predecessor? To, I mean, not the predecessor. I don't like know. The, I don't know. It just reminded me, but I'm not. I'm not 100 sure if it actually is or not. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to know because I remember that. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, not necessarily my type really of game, cool. but it, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, there's that. Nothing, nothing major there. I think it's a crap month for PlayStation Plus games myself. But uh, every, every month to me, it's it really is right now. Like I get the free games. I'm like, I'm never gonna play these in my life, but I have them in my library. So. I, I I add every single game to my library too. Uh, uh, but wait, C- okay, C- so looks it, good though. But okay, so when they put it on that. And if you add it to your library, it's like always there. Yeah. So you or add is it, it just for your, the month. No, it's always month, there. If you, yeah. you clever, it said, "Hey, add to." If you got the uh, subscription model, you say add to your library, and it's always. It's not. It doesn't necessarily download it, but it's part of your digital games library of games that you own. And but you have to have the subscription to to access. Yeah, you have to have whatever version of their subscription to access the free games. That's but you have to have it if you're playing like online games, anyways. So most people yeah, have the. That's crazy, man. Have it to begin with. That still blows my mind. I guess it's like once you're conditioned to that, you're like, ah, oh, you know, well, it is what it is. Yeah. And then like, you obviously don't own them. It's not their, it's not their premium service. So you can play those games if you don't have PlayStation um, plus those games. But if you have premium, like the, uh, all the retro games, you can't play those. So weird, man. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. I, like I've, I've done it. I played yeah, so I, it's dumb. It's really dumb. I deleted a bunch of stuff because I got rid of premium. Like, I don't, it's not worth it. You're not getting enough retro games or enough yeah. added to the service. Now, plus, like, I got that to play online, and then you do get those free games. So, whatever. I mean, whatever. But on that, but the premium is ridiculous, in, in my opinion. So, yeah, uh, no, that just, just blows my mind that that's I'm, the whole thing. They still haven't added PS2 games. Like, are you kidding me? They've added 
PS4 ports of PS2 games. They've never added a single PS2 game. I like, mean, to be fair, most people are going to pay it anyways, and I guarantee they, if they added their whole PS2 library, most people wouldn't play it to begin with, so they just, they're kind of like... Mm, Ooh, I don't know about that. PS2 out of all of them? PS2, I, I would say PS2 it's arguably all, it's the biggest the system ever. Games. You yeah. might have a surge, but as far as long term, I guarantee you wouldn't you wouldn't see as high of a you know, people playing those games as you think you would. I think it's a crap service, period. But uh, we also got other smaller news. Diablo 4's upcoming loot rework will be so massive, Blizzard will let you playtest it early in its first PTR. Do you know anything about this, Kerbal? I do. I wanted to fall asleep when I was watching that live <laughs> so bad. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, man. It's just, I really, I own the game. You yeah. know, I, it's... This is a... Diablo I did not. End I'm the, upset. No, <laughs> right, literally since, right since it launched, I did not see a single bit of news that made me like. I was excited for season three because they're like, "Oh, we're finally doing different things." Yeah. And then, like, they released, and I was like, "This is boring." Like, I, I have no desire to play it. Um, essentially, it's it's just, it's just dog shit. I don't know. I, I I can't find a nice word. It's. I'm very skeptical and basically like what they're doing is, oh, we're going to put a PTR out to include you in the development. Um, just maybe read your forums, maybe read feedback, like, but they basically want free QA, you know, like you're going to go play it. You're going to find bugs. You're going to tell them they're going to be like, oh, shit, we don't have to, we don't have to pay our QA people. <laughs> let's, let's just get our players to, to test it, you know? It's yeah, it's such. I don't know. I'm a massive disappointment. That's all I'll say. Super, super big disappointment. Yeah. But uh, this one, this is interesting. So I read all about this one. So uh, Twitter banned RuneScape's account because it thought an eight-year-old created it. Uh, apparently, it's from a joke. 15 years ago, it caused some temporary headaches for the folks at uh, Jagex. Um the official account got banned. It's since returned, but the reason behind this temporary ban was that uh, someone at the social media company thought the account was created by an eight-year-old, which would be a violation of the rules. On Monday, the official account for F2- F2P MMORPG RuneScape with over 30 or 320,000 followers was quietly removed from the site. Fans online weren't sure what happened. Um, it says Elon Musk's social media hell site had banned the official RuneScape account. So, yeah, apparently it was some kind of joke. Uh, it said the profile was created in 2009. Um, RuneScape used the launch year 2001 as the date of birth. <laughs> Jesus. So, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty stupid, but kind of, I mean. For what you're telling me is somebody that the person that banned it, played it, got scammed, he got pissed off at the game and just like, I'm going to ban your ex account. Are you talking about me 20 years ago? Could be anybody. <laughs> that was me twenty years ago. I would have. I could have did something was, like that. He was that. the kid that would fall for those scams. Yeah, I yeah, did. Right. I did twice. Specifically, I remember both times. One time in person. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, all right. This is, I guess, one of the bigger news. Um. But we are going to break up after this into one of the um segments there. But um. Yeah, have you guys seen the EA news about uh, Respawn and the Star Wars first-person shooter and all that jazz? And I'm uh, pretty sad about that. Um, Respawn yeah. does such a good job. They did such a good job with 
I mean, even Apex. I, I shit on Apex nowadays, but it's a good game. And um, I, they must be super sad. Like they, I feel like they're one of those studios, even though they were bought. Like they're still one of those studios that are very passionate about making video games. Yeah. And and you can tell <clears throat> that you know the 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 base that they built for their games because I'm sure they've reused code and you know systems and things of that nature. They care about it. They they, they it feels polished every time I play the game. It's it felt polished. It, it felt good. It felt satisfying to play. Like I don't know. It sucks. And then they released a statement like the president or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and she basically said, like, oh, it always feels bad to cancel projects or whatever. But, Shouldn't you know, care. for now, you know, for a fact that they have the money for development it's just that the CEOs are not going to get the bonuses as well as the upper management. And honestly, like just the CEOs and the upper management should, should get fired instead of just, you know, cutting down the the, the little man that's that's doing the actual work. It It sucks. They're not going to fire themselves. You know, why would they? No, obviously not. Well, but. We're missing also what what I would say is the bigger part of this. That, yeah, that sucks, but uh, 670 people lost their jobs again. Oh, yeah, because yep. I saw that. They it's a layoff. The That's Ridge, why. Uh, well, no, they completely, I think it, they shuttered Ridgeline Studios. Yeah, yes. they completely shut down Ridgeline. Yeah. So 670 more jobs, and oh, we got more to add later. Um. Yeah, I mean, stop anytime soon. It's just, yeah, it's just gonna keep going. Um, I mean, that's EA, so we're we're talking about big companies. Um, we're not talking about little companies either, which is crazy. And uh, I'm pretty happy with some news that we'll talk about later. What I saw a company do, um, which is the way I think all these companies need to to go that are under the bigger conglomerates. But I mean, the thing about this that kind of sucks is that the guy heading this is the one that did the original battlefront games. So like it could have legitimately had the potential to be really good. Like those games were phenomenal. Yeah, um, this studio did uh burnout need for speed. It also worked on some uh, battlefield five and battlefield 24 and stuff like that. So they'd worked on a lot of their big games. Yeah. yeah. And, and then apparently IGN said that EA told EA or EA told IGN. Oh my God. Uh, they're focusing on The Sims, Star Wars Jedi, and the development on Black Panther and Iron Man games. When while the next Mass Effect uh, game, Mass Effect game is at pre-production stage, that was their statement. So that's yeah, what they're that focusing on. God, Andro- I mean, Andromeda all over again. I guarantee it. You know what sucks? Like Sims is one of those games that every we all overlook it, but. They make probably so much freaking money from those DLCs. Here's the thing. Here's a $40 DLC that you get some people buy. It's such a ripoff. But listen, I have a uh, IRL friend, um, my my friend's wife. She she played Sims 2 for like 10 years, mm-hmm. right? That's that's all she played. She didn't care about like the new stuff. She was satisfied with playing that. And like a couple of weeks ago, actually, maybe like a month ago, she got a PC and she just went and bought Sims 4, right? And and she didn't need it. She didn't really care for it too much. It's just she wanted to play Call of Duty with, with my friend 
And then she was like, oh, I have a better computer. Might as well buy this. And then I was like, well, you know, let me check out like the DLCs and stuff. There's hundreds of dollars worth of like cosmetic shit that you can buy in those games. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's pennies on the dollar that that it costs them to make. It's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yep. It's it's crazy. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember this, but and I have a bunch of them because I like yard sales and stuff over the years. Unfortunately, a lot of them I still have. But they would release those new physical Sims where it would be like Sims 2 Pets or Sims 2. Uh, they yeah, were literally yeah. just expansion discs. Like, yeah, um, it's crazy. I'm trying to think of what else. Sims Nightclub, Sims. I mean, there was there were so many for like Sims 2 and 3. I'm sure Sims 4 has just as many, but there's no physicals of it. But I'm talking like just the physicals that I saw of those. They were in Walmart forever. I swear that I still saw Sims like physical ones like five, six years ago. In Walmart, like it, Sims is the epitome of of EA, who's just like I just want to take all your money for, yep, no no effort whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. I mean, as it's very unfortunate, people lost their jobs, and uh, the guy heading that um, Star Wars game is also the co creator of Halo. So, um, yeah, I mean, it had potential it's to really good. be a good game. Yeah, uh, and all, one of the articles I saw it says. Uh, in the first two months of, of this year, they've you've seen about eight thousand layoffs. When last year you saw approximately ten thousand people all of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we're like, only like the first we're in three, three months. months. Yeah, you're probably gonna see the equivalent of what you saw like oh. all last year. It's crazy. And we're talking about more here soon, but uh, I will say one year ago uh, in March, one year ago they cut. Uh, looks like they cut nine hundred and eighty people. EA did. So, yeah, one one year, more more layoffs um, from EA. So, yeah. uh, who would ever in their right mind want to work for EA again? Like, but here's what sucks about this, right? What about the kids that dream of developing games? And now this is where we're at. Like, these, I mean, I was one of those kids. Like, I wanted to work in the gaming industry, and like, I'm glad that I didn't go that route because I, I, mean, I end up the ending. Go, go the indie gaming gaming route like that's that's where all the innovation that's where you can kind of control yeah but it's really you make no money it's yeah very unrealistic it's it all, is it's not that it's unrealistic it's like if you have the passion you'll do it but don't go don't go full into the gaming industry have a regular job and then on your free time just work on an indie game and if it takes off well, it takes off if not you know you're not for sure but it's so it's so time consuming it's so draining it's i mean i don't know Maybe I'm making excuses for those people, but there's a reason why only, uh, you know, 0.001% of indie developers actually make something that a lot of people play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know what the gaming industry is going to be like. It's all out there on the internet at this point. You have to accept that risk if you're going to go that route. Like every job field is going to have, you know, its pros and cons. You just kind of have to figure out what you want to do and just kind of go at it. Yeah, but I also feel like, you know, on the note of, you know, why would anybody want to work for them? Sadly, it's like one of those things where a lot of people that work for Blizzard, you know, they didn't necessarily even want to work there. They know they're a shitty company now compared to what they used to be, mm-hmm. but it's good to have on your resume, right? And, well, and just wait until the news we're going to be talking about in a bit, because I'm excited <laughs> about that one. Speaking specifically of that, um, yeah, I mean, people didn't want involved in the Activision Blizzard stuff when that when that happened. So 
Yep. It's crazy. Um, before we go to my next segment, we were talking about indie games. I wanted to at least shout this game out. So I partnered with Limited Run Games, and they sent me out a code for Arzet, the Jewel of Faramore, which is an indie game. And it, do you guys know what the CDI is? The Philips yeah, CDI? I do. Okay. So this is meant to be a good version of the Zelda CDI games. And this game is beautiful. And it has the cheesy CDI cutscenes that we all have seen the pastas for, you know, the Mario pastas, and that's all from CDI, right? So the the Zelda games on CDI, well, now they're very, 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 very expensive, uh, but they're also like, you know, people say they're like the worst games ever. <laughs> like they, they are, they're terrible games. Well, I would say one of them is good because I I had it and Zelda's Adventure I thought was a playable game, but this is meant to be a good version of the the Zelda games and it's like really really unique. Like this is the type of indie stuff I want to see. Like this is really cool. It's on every platform. I think it had something like an it's got a eighty five destructoid, uh, eighty out of a hundred from Nintendo World Report. Pretty good scores for an indie game. I mean eighty is good. Like. You know, people, I hate the rating system because, like, if we, 50 is, like, mediocre, right? Like, that's the halfway point. But if people yeah. see, like, a 60, they're like, oh, this game's terrible. You know, like, yeah. uh, Spec Ops yeah. Align, like, that That was a game that got, like, not good review, or got those type of reviews. Like, that's, that's one of the best games ever. Yeah. One of the best games ever. So, Anyway, I wanted to shout out this um, limited run. We'll be putting out a physical of this. You can get it now digitally on all platforms. It's on PC. It's on PS5, Switch, Xbox. So um, can we get it on user? On what? Using? <laughs> funny guy, funny guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, this this I've got it downloaded. I'm planning on playing it here soon. I might stream it or something. But uh, I wanted to shout that out because it's really cool. And Zelda fans. I'm sure would want to check this out. It's got those, it's got those classic CDI cheesy cutscenes. I got a CDI, so like I don't have the Zelda games because they're ridiculously expensive. But I use a, a source to play games, so I'm not really collecting for it at the moment because I can pretty much access whatever. Um, but yeah, pretty cool stuff. So uh, we will get and jump into a brand new segment, and this is called Brandon's Retro. Spotlight. And uh, for this week, so Retro Spotlight, I want to anything retro. Does that have to be a game? But I did pick a game this week that maybe people haven't heard of that's really underrated. And surprisingly to me, I knew about some of the remakes and remasters and stuff for this game and like other platforms. But this game is on everything. I originally played it on Game Boy Color. Um, it's called Toki Tori and it released September 26, 2001. Um, yeah, originally for the Game Boy Color, but it has since been brought in some form or fashion, whether it's a remake, remasters, several versions of the game. Uh, it's on Android, Linux, iOS, uh, OS X, Windows, Windows and Mobile, PS3, Wii U, 3DS, and Nintendo Switch. Um, this is basically like a 2D puzzle platformer type game, and it's really unique because it was like the first game to work like at least the first game that i'm aware of to to have puzzles sort of like this and um it's really it, it was uh developed by two tribes uh it was their first game and like this is it, it's considered a classic like a cult classic people talk about it all the time it's been brought to all these other platforms and remade for a reason um 
but yeah, essentially you got to pick up these eggs through the levels and stuff and, and carry them through. And, and it's like a puzzle platformer. If you played like Mario versus Donkey Kong, I feel like that game was kind of inspired by like this game. And um, yeah, uh, it, a fun fact about it is that Eggbert was released in 1994 for the MSX2 by Phony, uh, the game developer. This game later served as a basis for Toki Tori when staff from Phony went on to fi- uh, found two tribes. So Yeah, it looks cool like song. the newer version, whatever the remake or remastered, it's on Steam and it's on sale till the 4th for $0.84. Cents. Oh, grab it. It's such a fun from game. It's original $5 game. Yeah, it's 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 really good. And a, a cool thing is that um, I actually picked it up because I didn't have a physical anymore. Limited Run reprinted like a Game Boy Color physical of it. So I, obviously you can't get it anymore. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So um, yeah, it's it's a classic. I I, I say try the the Game Boy Color version if you can too. But yeah, it's been remade. Um, I haven't played the newest version of it, but I played the remaster on PS3. So, uh, it, the, 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 no, I was gonna say the one that's on Steam, uh, they released it in 2010, but off of 1500 views, it's very positive. So, everybody yeah. that's played it's liked it. Yeah, it, it's it's really fun. Um, I mean, you play it like it's fat bird, uh, that runs around the levels, and you just gotta make your way through the level, solving little puzzles along the way, and collect all the eggs and all that jazz. And it, it's really cool, it's unique. Um, it obviously inspired a crap ton of other games because, uh, there's so many games like it's Mario versus Donkey Kong. isn't exactly like that, but it kind of works in that format. So it's, it's interesting. And I remember picking it up again on the 3ds eShop. So like, that's how I replayed it again to, to revisit. Cause I had it as a kid. Um, so yeah, that that's my spotlight for the week. And, uh, just doing that to break up some news there. And we got Lurgatis saying, Hey noobs. <laughs> um, Noob, oh, there's somebody in there named Noob. Noobman108 said, I like Pokemon Go better. Uh, I'm not sure what that's in response to, but um, yeah. So, got to, got to it too late. <laughs> let's get into our main news. You guys ready? Who wants to start it? Well, that we kind of already somewhat addressed. Yeah, we somewhat addressed yeah. one of them. Yeah. I mean, uh, all right. Yeah. PlayStation laid off 900 employees and. You guys have seen this, right? I'm sure at this point. Yeah. At, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. This happened on Monday. Um, the EA stuff happened on Sunday. So like absolutely crazy stuff. Um, Just so, trickling at this point. Yeah. So it's PlayStation London and PlayStation London is essentially controlling the VR division uh, for the most part. And uh, we do have a statement here. Um, it, it reduces about 8% of uh, Sony's workforce for PlayStation. It says the leadership team and I made the incredibly difficult decision to restructure operations, which regrettably includes a reduction in our workforce, uh, impacting very talented individuals who contributed to our success. Ryan wrote in an email to the staff on Tuesday. Um, Ryan wrote that decision to cut the number of employees was made as the company restructure operations due to the evolving economic landscape, change, changes in the way we develop, distribute, and launch products, and ensuring our organization is future ready in this rapidly changing industry. The timeline of the layoffs 
with vary by location according to the email. In addition to the layoffs, PlayStation's London studio will shutter entirely. Beautiful. I uh, we're making we're making the most profits we ever did. Um, it is the hardest ever to have a normal job that you can have a normal life with. Inflation is crazy, but yeah. How about we give you no job? <laughs> this pisses me off. Here's why. I don't know if you guys went this deep into it, but my buddy Smash JT made a video and he dived real deep into it. So it informed a little bit more. A few days before this announcement, Jim Ryan, who which is retiring, like he, he retires in April, um, he went to PlayStation London and took a picture smiling with a bunch of the employees. Two days before. Yeah, then they knew. Like this, yeah. smiling. God, pull, up, pull, pull up the photo, guys, and you'll get pissed off too. Pull up the photo. It's, it makes me, oh my God, it makes me so angry. I do not like him at all. I, I cannot stand him. I, he's been at the company for a long time. Great. You, you've seen four console launches. I think he's actually seen all the launches, I think, since the PS1. Great. You suck. He sucks. That's all there is to it. They don't sucks. care. They don't care. They don't care to them. You're just a replaceable piece in in the machine. Like I mean, t- to me, yeah. this is like what, what's the saying? PSVR two is dead already. One year, one year. It launched in January of last year. We are at fourteen months. Is no, that what you're telling me? Going to probably just shift development to other studios and be like, oh, you've got to make these games as well. Here's why I think it's going to happen. This is why I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be the Vita all over again and that third parties and indie studios are keeping the thing alive. That's what happened with Vita. Indie studios, limited run games, all the all those games, all those places have printed all those games for Vita. Like I got a new Vita game two years ago. Uh, Super, Super Meat Boy forever, whatever, got printed on Vita and it was their last one they did. Um that got supported for like seven years. It's like four or five years after Sony just completely cut support for it. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to get these indie VR games. I, I mean, whether indie studios will attempt to do that, they already are. Like, I've played a couple on the PSVR too. Like, you know, silly, kind of crappy. And there's this one called like Cactus Jack or something. I have to look it up. It's It looks horrible. But it's kind of fun, and so it's like a it's like an indie game. Um, but yeah, I think that that that's what's gonna happen. Cactus uh, Cactus Cowboy. <laughs> if you look it up, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. This is like a streaming game if I've ever seen one. But I played this, and it's like it's gonna be stuff like this that keeps it alive. I think we will get some quality stuff from indie studios or third parties still. Like I've already got what's the one called? Like there, there's some that um, limited run is printed, like physicals of, and like I've imported a couple that have physicals of PSVR two games. So like there, there is games for it, but I could never justify and recommend buying this if this is going to be the case. Like I would love to see this thrive because it's the only VR I have, and I think it's cool and it's really powerful and it's good. Um, so. I I don't <sighs> pisses me off. I, I'm so angry. Like it makes it's like that, that thing is $550. I'm just guessing here that that's going to majorly impact that because PlayStation London was essentially controlling the PSVR2. Like that was the headquarters for it. Yeah, it's sad. Um yeah. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> obviously the layoffs are are more more disappointing, but it it's like what 
You go and take a picture smiling with the staff, and two days later, you oh, he definitely knew. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's probably why I was there to be like, hey, management, this dude's getting closed down. So makes yeah, me so angry. Probably. Have you guys seen Cactus Cowboy though? I, I looked at some of the uh, some of the video on on Steam, and it looked like a lot of those other uh, VR games or those other games. I can't think of what it's called, where it's like a weird dude, but you can go around and you're like you know, you shoot just shoot stuff yeah. like that. I've see this is my first one, so I have like minimal experience with VR, and uh, I, I thought it was I thought it was kind of fun for like a thirty minute burst or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, who cares? Who cares if it looks like shit? If as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters, really. Yeah, I, I just like I pulled this up about the Jim Ryan photo again. It just makes me so. I'm look. I'm looking at it right here. He's right in the middle. Uh, just don't punch the monitor. Just take a deep breath. <sighs> God, it. I, it's so frustrating. It just it pisses me off, man. What is happening to PlayStation though? Like everybody's laying off, but PlayStation has like I don't know what it is. It seemed like after a a year of the PS5 being out, like it was just issue after issue after issue. We're gonna raise PlayStation Premium up to this price where it's unaffordable. Also, like a shit service and um. It, all the other layoffs and like we're not putting out any games and they said what they're not supporting any current IPs for the next however long right we talked about that last week so like yeah. uh, a good gap in there I mean I think it's I think and if you follow the stock market a lot of it has to do with with the stock market like they they have certain goals they need to meet right to to them it's it's all numbers they don't care they don't and they're not going to they're never going to care as long as you know, as long as they're owned by the shareholders, it's never going to be a thing that's going to be genuine, that's going to be passionate, right? Like we always, we talk about it all the time on this yeah. show. I feel like I yap about it all the time. And I, I, I'm sure. I'm, for good reason. I mean, for good reason though. And uh, it's just, it's frustrating. It's so yeah. frustrating. And part of the yeah. problem when you brought shareholders into the gaming industry, that's you went from, you know. You yep. cared about making games too. We're just trying to maximize profits at any cost. Yep. And this is why I love retro gaming. This is one of the reasons because I, I, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And it takes me back to a better time when companies actually cared, you know, about the product and we got a full game and it just, it's frustrating. Like, I mean, Mark, I'm sure that you feel the same way. Like when you fire up like one of your games or whatever that you still have, like it, it's, it's just different now. It's different. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just it depends on the game, but I still prefer to play newer games, newish games compared to some of the some of the games I grew up playing because I go back and like this did not age well, like at all. Compared yeah, to like some what, of them what don't age to. well, but also on the other hand, like nostalgia plays a big part of it and our memories of yeah. you know, systems and games we used to play is it's just not the same anymore. It's not um, it. We're just, and we're also more aware now as as consumers, right? When we're kids, we're adults, we yeah, yeah. Like when we were get games as kids and things you like that. Care. It's yeah, we're like, oh, we get a cool video game. Like, who gives a shit if you know a I, little chi- Chinese kid was coding it, got paid a dollar twenty cents? Yeah, yeah. Like we, we, you don't you don't have that awareness yeah. when you're when you're younger. Yeah, but 
now that you now that we are aware this it's freaking sucks i mean i obviously i love new games too we talk about it every week but it's just frustrating so i was uh, we didn't talk about this with the ea thing um but it is five percent of their employees their head count right now is at thirteen thousand four hundred people and uh it looks like they said that they are um, moving away from licensed IP in order to double down on their own IPs, sports and online communities. That's what they said. Yeah, because and and sadly, that's you know when we talk about like mobile games, people don't realize how how much money they make mm-hmm. and why do they make that much money? Because they have multiplayer, they have leaderboards, and you can pay to win. And you know when they say like our sports division, like <laughs> they. They're just gonna sell you packs and like stupid shit like that, you yeah. know. And we can we can segue that into the stupid thing Pokemon did. God, stupid. Oh yeah. well, yeah. I guess. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, we'll get and in segue into Pokemon. So I streamed Pokemon Presents. Obviously, I'm a big Pokemon fan. Mark likes Pokemon. Um, it was. We already knew we were going to get a lot of stuff. Like, Mark, we talked about it last week. Pokemon Sleep, the Pokemon Cafe. I mentioned every single one of these. Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Masters EX, Pokemon Cafe Remix, Pokemon Sleep. So all that stuff. Um, skipping over that, we, the, I guess before the big announcement, we got Pokemon Trading Card Game Pocket. Um, any thoughts before I dive into it? Burn it. Don't they already have a game like that though? They do. Cuz I, I but this it. is different. I have it this too. This is different. This they is get to different. take your money. It's yeah, they're just doubling down on on a product that already exists. So, okay. Um Games Radar said new Pokémon TCG Pocket game feels like Nintendo's version of of Marvel Snap. So, you get two free packs a day. So, obviously this is this is a yeah, I Here's what I think that they're trying to do. Um, you obviously they're going to make money on buying extended packs. People are going to get, but it's the same thing as the f- physical cards. People open the packs, they get addicted to buying the cards, trying to pull the the rare cards. It's the same thing in a digital form. Um, what I think they're trying to do is merge the audiences, uh, transfer people over from the digital over to the physical, and vice versa. But they kind of already do that because when you they, open I know. packs, you get a scannable for their Pokemon trading card game live service, this mobile. Yeah, or yeah. you can play it on a computer. Like they had are that, that that game already exists. So like I don't get why they're making a well, second version of a game that they already have. Did you watch the trailer for it? I. I, yeah, I immediately looks. saw it and then I was like, oh, this is stupid. They already have a game for this. Okay. So like I I'm like like defending it or anything. I don't even play Pokemon TCG or, or anything right now. But yeah, they, they do have where you, you get that card when you open up a pack and, and and get stuff like that. So I think this um this is a streamlined version of the game so that the point of the actual game is quick battles. So apparently it's a quick card system. Kind of like Marvel Snap, where you can play like a game in like five minutes. So like that's the yeah, the deal. It, the actual game that you play that follows the actual card game rules doesn't take that long half the time. Anyways, the game's designed to not take forever. But this, you can zoom in on the cards and flip it around and look at the art. What? At that point, no you buy the cards. Way. It, no, why would why would you be reasonable, Mark? We uh, we talked about this. This seems like a, a, a way. This is just a ripoff. Is really all it is. <laughs> Like 100%. we want it, 
extract more money off a product that we already make that we want to sell to you twice. Well, um, there was concern of this being NFT related. Uh, So they they made a statement um, about that. I did a a short on talking about that, um, whether that would happen. But they definitely could have did it. And I actually had three comments on Instagram, people defending that it made more sense for these to be NFTs so they own the thing. I don't I don't understand, but they were like defending the NFT argument so that they like Anybody own the that card. defends NFTs is an idiot. I'm, I, that's the nicest way I can say that. I want yeah, to be I, much more harsh, but it, it, I own a PNG that I can right click and save to my desktop that oh now I have it now. Like, I, it's a it's I did a, an out and out scam. I did a short on it and I, I gave my opinion. I was uh, absolutely not. Um there's no defending it. If you defend it, you just you drink the Kool Aid and there's no saving you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> drink Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool Aid man bursts in the room. Um yeah. Yeah. So I they came out and said no, it's not an NFT project. No, we're not doing <laughs> NFTs. Because uh, there was a lot of it's going to come out of their NFTs. Yeah, Mark called it two weeks later. It's actually, guys, we changed our mind. So these are going to be NFTs. You own this card image. Um, yeah, we felt like it brings more value to you guys, you know, and um, it, you're going to be able to sell it, guys. Like, it's going to be great. Super, and I, I don't it's like, I, could, would you really expect Nintendo and Pokemon to give away ownership of something like I, I don't believe they would actually yeah, do that. True. Victra. Yeah, I mean, like, what will you guys try this out? No, I already have a, ver- a better version of it. Do you think that that will stay around? That version Unless of it? Willing to transfer the the hundreds of thousands of cards I already have on that version of the game. Hundred, so Jesus, just scanning. I've opened a lot of packs and yeah. I get free stuff when I scan it over. So I get unless you're unless it's going to tra- they're, they're going to transfer to this service instead. But I mean, this one's like the actual proper game, just on a digital version because. It's not. It's it's hard to actually set up in person, and then if you don't know all the rules, both the game's going to help you kind of learn it as well. If it's a streamlined version, it's not going to be the actual proper game itself. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, it's 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 weird, but I mean the the big announcement, obviously, uh, which I am super super excited about. I'm very happy that they did have one big announcement, and I think that this I think this is big. Um, obviously, Pokemon Legends Arceus sold bananas. Um, people love that game. It did better than the the next mainline game, which apparently the yeah, Legends it, games are mainline games now. So, like, well, I guess to be it, fair, Arceus is like a thousand times better than yeah, was it uh, Scarlet and Silver, whatever it is. <laughs> Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, um, so I don't respect it that I don't remember its proper name. Uh, all right, so here's the thing. Um, this game is, there's some, there's some weird stuff around it. So if you watch the event, they made, I wish I could remember the verbiage that they use the exact, the exact verbiage because it, um, oh, they said it's going to release simultaneously. That's it. They said at the end, release simultaneously 2025. So that could mean. Simultaneously, this is going on the Switch 2 and the Switch, or simultaneously, it's it's launching worldwide. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, is I, it just was it just a bad translation? Or no, it doesn't make sense. It's, 
it's releasing simultaneously with what? I think yeah. I think that they're saying that it's going to be a cross-platform game because I have. I, they would have said that, or why? Uh, either you're going to come out and say it, or why say it? Why not necessarily? It 2020, it's coming out in 2025, so not necessarily. Um, well, then why mention it off? It's going to be default on the next. If it comes out on the console, it's going to be on both versions regardless at this point. Well, the install base for the Switch is insane. So, like, I could understand why they try to do that. We got a lot of Nintendo, like, cross-platform games. So, I mean, like, Twilight Princess. Um, what else? There's been uh, Breath of the Wild. Like, there's, you know, been quite a bit no, of stuff. It's the statement itself that's confusing. It's not, not I'm not talking about the actual... Well, here's what it, it says exactly. The, what, what's the exact... It says... Pokemon Legends ZA, an ambitious new entry in the Pokemon video game series, is set to launch simultaneously worldwide in 2025. And YouTubers took off. They're worldwide anyways, as is. Like that, that statement to be like, is this mistranslation or is you just leaving intentionally being vague on that? It, that that's what I mean, right? That's the discussion. I have, I mean, there are already I, probably hundreds of YouTube videos just talking about simply that statement like i've watched a bunch of pokemon stuff after and um i mean maybe just clever marketing like you get everybody to make videos because yeah i mean we're assuming shit you know what i mean yeah it used to be uh when in the wii u era when i was reviewing games with nintendo enthusiasts they would um copyright your video if you made any sort of content on youtube about their games any they take down your video. The Wii U and 3DS era early on, they wouldn't let you do anything. And, and you can ask, I mean, any uh, beat em ups, all the big guys that do it now, they all dealt with that. Um, so, I mean, RGT85, he used, he, he wrote with me, um, Nintendo enthusiast, same deal. Any gameplay footage, you couldn't put up gameplay footage. All you could put up, it's like three seconds of a trailer. You talking like another three seconds of a trailer. Like you couldn't put up any gameplay footage you couldn't stream nintendo games then they made this uh program where you could join their program to stream their games so you had to like be in this program (laughs) agree to all their roles and then you could stream the games and it wasn't until the nintendo switch that that changed like legitimately this is is why pal world is doing well that's that's just bad marketing outright yeah, I mean, you can do a deep dive on that whole era, but it it was it was rough. Uh, it makes sense why they were failing miserably. Yeah, that, that era. Uh, I I am very nostalgic for that time because I I really like the Wii U, but man, Nintendo was rough then. It it was a um it was like a dark time for for Nintendo then. If it wasn't for the 3DS, I don't think that I don't think they would have a console right now. Honestly, the 3DS. Sold gangbusters. The the Wii U, they they lost a lot of money. They only stayed afloat because of 3DS. Nobody cared about the Wii U at the time. Now they do. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, anyway, it, it, going off on one of those tangents. Yeah, the game the game looks great. So uh, it, it's Pokemon Legends EA. Um, going back to Lu- Lumio City, which was Pokemon X and Y, and uh, the people think the whole deal with this is. Everybody was expecting a Pokemon Z after those release, like uh, Kurgle. I'm sure you know, like we always got like the third version, Pokemon Crystal, um, Pokemon Emerald, Black Two, White Two. Yeah. That was a little different. Yeah, I've, but I, I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah, so I haven't planned any of them, but I've I, I've seen all of them. <laughs> Will you ever play a Pokemon game? I mean, at some point, I feel like it's one of those things where I really have to like dedicate 
time. I don't. And, it's not really like one of those RPGs where you have to though. Like you can jump in and out of Pokemon. I because I, I do. But I, I what I do, what I have a really hard time doing in general, especially with RPG games, is. And I used to do this before I kind of got into YouTube and stuff, but I would literally play a game for 100 hours. I would get to a difficult choice, like 70, 80% through the video game. Yeah. And I would stop and I would never go back to it. And I hated myself. I, for it. I like, do that now, bro. I like, I'm, yeah. I, st- so Breath or not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. It's because my reasoning right now, this past year, is because so much stuff has came out, right? Like, so I, for some reason, have gotten to the end of, like, every game and stopped at the end point. So Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I was re- I was literally at the very end, like, probably, you know, three hours away from rolling credits and, and stopped and started playing other stuff. And um, now I'm stopping Tears of the Kingdom again, which I've been playing consecutively, trying to finish it up. Because I'm going to play Final Fantasy. So, like, that's the problem. There's just so many games. There's so yeah, many. Yeah. Um, also, adulting sucks. So, you can't play for 14 hours a day like a kid. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 But I, I do want to play them. I, I I watched Pokemon, like, all the time when I was younger. I had the, the collectible, like, sticker album. Oh, yeah. I'll never, I'll never, for, I'll never forget when I was going back from school. It was, like, sec- I was, like, second grade, I think, elementary school. And... I I found like one of those packs. It's like a paper, like plastic pack. And I was like, no way, they, they left the card. So I pick it up and it's is it Professor Oak? Yeah. I pick it up and it was the number two card, the number two sticker in the album. So like the one to ten stickers were the rarest, right? Yeah. And I happened to find it on the ground because somebody <laughs> accidentally like pulled it, pulled the stickers and they left that last one in the pack. That's hilarious. And, I have a similar story. Yeah. Um the first thing that I saw Pokemon because the cards came out before the anime launched here. They had yeah. the cards first. I found a Leaf Energy card on the ground in kindergarten. I remember this in kindergarten, Jesus. and that was that was my introduction. I found it on the ground at school, and that was it. Just went off from <laughs> next. I had Pokemon Pokemon curtains. I had Pokemon bed sheets. I had Pokemon everything wallpaper. Like literally everything as a kid. Started by picking up the most worthless card possible. Hey, <laughs> or the or the energy cards because they're so abundant. It, it spawned a legend, man. I'm telling you, it spawned a legend. Um, but on on that note, still talking about Legends EA there. Um, th- there was an article I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, Pokemon fans think they know what the Legends EA starters will be. Um, so they're saying that Snivy, Torchic, and Piplup according to fan theories, because of some of the trailer was showing, apparently. Uh, The theories are also based on their connection to the French theme of the Kalos region, where the ZA is set, and a potential clue from a Scarlet and Violet DLC trailer. Uh, Fans are eagerly awaiting the official confirmation, which may come during an upcoming Nintendo Direct. Of course, we usually get, like, an April Direct, so um, I'm I'm curious if... I was gonna say, realistically, we, you have no idea. You're just you're just guessing. Yeah, I, I don't know if you do this, but um, there's a channel I really really like called Game Explain, and they always do these trailer breakdowns. So like they watch it like a hundred times, and they they catch all the details. Yeah, there, I love their channel. Um, so one of those guys were on the podcast, Mark, um, before, and it, it, I think it's really cool. I like that stuff. Like I I think it's cool to pick apart. Um, a trailer like that 
and uh, like find every little detail that I would have missed. And like, I don't have to do it. So I'll watch the video of those guys doing it and see what all I missed in the trailer. You know what I mean? And I did, I did watch it like 10 times on stream. I went back after the event and we watched it again and again and again. I was trying to examine, see, because it was very vague. It was a very vague trailer. Like, I'll say this. I, I have a respect for people that do that. Me personally, it was like, I just, I personally don't care enough. I'm like, I'll play the game when it comes out. But it's like, this game comes out in 2025. It, this could come, this game could be a full, almost a full two years away from coming out. We have no idea how far in development this game actually is. It could come out first quarter. It could come out Christmas of 2025. Like, this game is still, you know, ways away. Who knows, based off the trailer, there's certain things they want to do, and they might mm. change some stuff. It's just like, even with the, with the stars, I'm like, yeah, but like, this game could be, Almost a full two years away from coming out. Like, why? The thrill of why, the hype. Why man. wait? Just, I don't I'm, know. Maybe wait till you're within a year of releasing before you start, you know, teasing more stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. I I'm get surprised it. that they announced it this far out when they said 2025. Because I'm like, first thing that comes along, like, okay, the too. end of 25. Like, you're announcing this, what, you know, a good 20 months out from when this game's probably going to end up coming out. Yeah, I was very surprised as well. I, I was shocked at that. They uh, announced the 2025 game, especially with Metroid. Like, I don't I don't see this getting delayed and them saying simultaneously. I, I think it I think they've been developing this since Arceus, I feel like. And I feel like it's yeah. probably working off. It's also the Pokemon company so that they're not jumping studios. It's Game Freak. Yeah, they're they're the Thank God. working on this. But Thank it's God. just oh, that's 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 a long wait to to announce it this far out. It, it feels like they yeah. had to announce something because they didn't they did. have anything else yep. coming out in the next year. You so nailed like, it. This is coming, but you're going to have to wait damn near two years for it. So you nailed it. I think that's why. I mean, look at the rest of the Pokemon Presents. Like if, if they didn't have that in there, there wouldn't be a Pokemon Presents. Yeah. Nothing else to, to talk about. Like Pocket would have been. just the... couldn't put out in another uh, direct pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah, I think that's 100% it. They didn't have anything else to showcase. Are you shocked there was no Black 2 or Black White remake? I am. Yeah. So I've seen people too. be like, I'm glad it's not on there because I don't make the, I don't want the whole Diamond and Pearl remake disaster, which I didn't think, I thought it was overblown. It's just, you know, I didn't like the art style, but it's just the exact same games. It's the exact got, same it's like, game, yeah. My only complaint is, first of all, we don't know when we're going to get those, those, re, those remakes slash remasters. But it's also like I see people like they don't want it remade, remastered. But I'm like, there's no legit way to get these games unless you're willing to fork out like damn near two hundred dollars. They're expensive on, with on scalpers. I'm like, probably there's no it's probably an user, easy right? way to get these games. Like all the older games now that are on the on the DS, and the they're all games, expensive. Market's um, gone, so you can't get any of these games anymore. Black, black yeah, two, white two is like a two hundred dollar game, like a piece. Like they're legit. Very expensive. Yeah, it's frustrating with it like the Nintendo and there refused are millions upon millions of these games. So that's the crazy part is that like there's so many now black two white two like at the time I, I I don't know how to explain it like they sold and they sold more than the last but they were like really overlooked and they came out when the 3ds was already out. There were DS yeah. games. So like they came out 3ds had already been out for like six months. So people were like. They moved on, you know, from the DS. And that was the problem with those. And it, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's surprising. I'm, I'm shocked. Um, 
but ways to play these old Pokemon games. There's no way to play them right now. And it's, I, you know, they're never going to bring it out without remaking or remastering. It's just frustrating. You know, I, I would be okay with this. I mean, I would be okay with this so I can buy it instead of having it attached to a service. But if they like release red, red, blue, and yellow, like on the eShop in like a combo pack or something, you could buy it. I would buy that to have an accessible version I mean, of so it. So you guys own the phys- physical copies or no? Uh, uh, technically, yes, but the <laughs> only easy way I have to play them is I bought them on the 3DS store where they had the yeah. original, yep. not the remake. Yeah, so if you, so if you, so if you already, oh, yeah, so if you already own it, there's no reason why I shouldn't go to a great website and just no. But I'm saying for people that play. don't, yeah, that, yeah. That, that the 3DS store has been shut down for you know several months now to like a year, so yeah. the, you can't get these old games that you used to be. The the DS is discontinued. You can't buy, you know, copies of even. Oh, like, I'm sure you can find an X and emulator. Y like at that point, I feel like well, there's, it's, it's completely justifiable. There's there's R four gold cards. So like the only problem with uh with that is the those games um they're a little bit different. I forget what it is that there there's an issue, but sometimes they they can run some of the Pokemon games pretty poorly. Uh, but the R four gold card is like the best option out there if you want to do. Th- or you can straight mod your 3DS and it's, it's like software mod and it's pretty easy. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to because at this point, now that the eShop's gone, um, I want to be able to play these games and I, I want to have a way to access them. So I plan on uh, doing that. But you can uh, there's a way to do software, uh, not emulation, but like just completely mod it. And you can load every game on your 3DS if you got a big enough card and um you know, or most games, like whatever you want to get. It's really only, easy to do, apparently. The only problem with that is you can't transfer them between games. You can't bring them yeah. to newer games. You can't bring them yeah. to the Pokemon Bank and stuff like that. If you're trying to like create like a living Dex, you're stuck yeah. with the games you have. Like there's so many Pokemon that you can't even potentially bring. Obviously, I I didn't I never liked the decision, but you can't bring all the Pokemon to the newer games anymore. Even though the three models technically exist because they do it for Pokemon Bank, the works are technically already done. Wait, uh, I wait. What do you mean you can't bring? I thought that you were like with Scarlet and Violet. You can't have you can't bring every single oh, old, yeah. generation, old yeah. gen Pokemon to the newer games. Even though the 3D models already exist because they have to do it for Pokemon Home. Every Pokemon yeah. has a 3D model to some degree. Uh, but it's yeah. like even you don't know what newer games are going to really allow you to bring. You know, newer and older Pokemon like, around, but. Like, if you wanted to build a living deck and just have potential access to every Pokemon in the newer games, and if you wanted to move them around, you're stuck with the games that pretty much exist on the uh, on the Switch at this point. That's it. That's why like, what, four generations at best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we, we have five Pokemon games on NSO, and they're obviously all spinoffs. It's like a bummer. Hey, we got five spinoff games, but none of the mainline games? Like, yeah, and that's the whole point of playing Pokemon is to catch them all. Obviously, they went well, away from I was, that. I was just gonna say like, <laughs> it defeats the whole purpose. That's like, the whole purpose, like to collect them all. Like the game, even in that generation of game, it's you know to you know collect them all. Have you thought about this? If they brought those games over to Nintendo Switch Online or whatever, you could bring them into Pokemon Stadium One and Two that are already on the service, and that would be a freaking blast to revisit. That would be so fun. Yeah. I love that. I mean, do you remember the first time you transferred your Pokemon over to Pokemon Stadium and saw them in 3D? Like, do you remember Pokemon Stadium? So um, I didn't have that experience. You did it with me. You did it. I had it here. Yeah, the transfer pack. I don't remember. 
I even specifically remember so us ago. playing Pokemon Stadium 2 and all the mini games. Remember they had a bunch of mini we games? We may that- have. It's just we did it once and I just I don't really remember it. Well, yeah, they had a transfer pack that you put on your 64 controller. You stick the Game Boy game in and you could transfer I mean, I remember- your real Pokemon over to Pokemon I remember- Stadium. Pokemon's in 3D and all that fun stuff. It's just something that I never really, yeah. for the most more or less experienced. So it's just not a, it's not a core memory that I remember. Too busy playing Jet Force Gemini. <laughs> 64 game. Yeah, I do know the game off the back of my hand. Dude, have you played it on NSO yet? No, I haven't been on, I haven't played my Switch in like two months. Oh, it's worth going back to, but don't, don't do it without the, don't do it without a 64 controller. It is. Oh, yeah, what is the game is designed it. for? Which yeah, it has terrible. It's a third-person shooter, but yeah. everything's kind of designed around it, so it's kind of like a pretty much a spray and pray, well, lock on target type thing. Yeah, I, I feel that way about all the sixty-four games I play on there. I, I'm glad that I which is, see. I told you I recommended it before. Just grab the Retro Fighters sixty-four controller. It's a better new designed sixty-four controller that works. And I don't have that one setting right by me, unfortunately. It's over there, but. They have one made for NSO, and it's really good, and it it makes the games feel way better. Um, but yeah. or or you could buy the hundred and fifty dollars scalped sixty four Switch controller. I'm just saying it's weird because some of these old games. You remember going back and like I never had problems, you know, with the the shooter controls. But that's when that's all you play and that's all you're used to. Yeah, and yeah. you play more refined controls. You don't even you know. Back, you're like, oh, you don't even know. It's, it's the same thing. Like when we went back and played the uh uh. 007 game on the 64 yeah. when it was on NSO. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, these controls are archaic. But I remember not having problems when I played this game when it came out. Dude, it was God tier at the time. Like, 007 was absolutely God tier at the time. That game. Minus I- your issues you had on the NSO with, uh, All right, yeah. with Goldeneye. Yeah. Well, it's also on, it's also on Xbox. They, they uh, have it on there. It's better over there too. So, uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, it was so much fun, though. It's fun to, to revisit. It was cool that we got to do that together. Um, so we've also got, obviously, yesterday, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth came out. And um, I have seen nothing but posts about that game all day, yesterday and today. Um, I, what about you guys? Have your feed showing off uh, Final Fantasy VII anywhere? You guys seeing it? I know you, you don't care about it, but have you have you watched? I, watched, I actually watched some gameplay. I actually watched the streamer <laughs> so play it. So good. Um, so good. From my understanding, it's not just a remake, and that's why they call it Rebirth because they added a bunch of shit. Oh no! Yeah, it's um, straight remake. It looks it looks really cool. I, I mean, as I said, like I haven't. I want to play those games. I just I I have way too many games that I would rather play <laughs> before it. So, I, but I'm excited. Uh, I've heard really positive things about it. Yeah, yeah. It, um and. If you haven't played, so I talked about it um, on stream a couple of times because uh, I had people ask and like, hey, can I just play this game? Um, so I, I I made it to the home screen on it because I wanted to have it installed. It's 156 gigabytes with the discs. It comes with two discs. First time we got two discs for anything like this in a long time. It comes with a data disc and a play disc. Like back in the day, and it's a hundred and fifty six gigabytes with the disk. That's crazy. I had to delete like seven things, like big games. You know what? The old because you said like the only thing I've heard 
there's only one specific thing I heard about the game, and I don't. I think it came out in one of the trailers. Was there was a, a bikini team a bikini scene with Tifa and the other uh, oh chick, and everyone's talking about. Oh, up. In the original <laughs> game, they apparently shrunk down Tifa's breast size. In this game, they brought it back to what it apparently original was. And that's all I've heard. The, about they about brought the it back. Of course, glory of boobs. Uh, unlike that's all I've heard about this game, it's like. Um, nonsensical has no impact on the game, but you know Tifa's boobs are all we care about. Unlike unlike Rogue's booty and Laura's um, chest, we'll say. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I obviously I've seen nothing but but positive things. I like I said, I got it, but I'm I haven't played it yet. Um, it looks really good. You, you said you watch gameplay, right, Kurgle? Yeah, yeah. It's like a mix. Um, it it seems like a mix of turn based and it's both live yeah. action, and um, it looks really cool. I mean, obviously the the JI RPG feel is very like you know you either like it or you don't, and it has that heavy like you know it, it's got great cutscenes, effects. The graphics look amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so I'm I'm personally excited for people to to, to play it because I know how you know how it, how hyped people were for for the release of that. And and this, in my opinion, some people disagree, but I'm, generally most people I talk to agree with me because this is what I like, and and I would I want to see this more. They did it with um sort of with Resident Evil Four remake, sort of. It, it still followed the same thing, but there were some changes. Well this, there's big changes. It's like a real remake. Like it's a it's almost like a reimagining, which I like. Like that's kind of what I want. A remake for me, like you brought up the Diamond and Pearl, like to me that is so boring. It's like the exact same game. It just looks better. It's a money barely flip. it's like the and the and the thing is, it's not like they're changing like core gl- gameplay. Uh, for example, there's a studio that's working on Witcher One remake, yes, and they're yeah. gonna update the combat. They're gonna throw some systems out, introduce new systems. Like, I'm excited for that type of stuff, right? Yeah. But it, it's been lately just been like nostalgia cash grab for a lot of these franchises, and it sucks. Like, it's just it feels disrespectful when studios do this. Because they know what they're doing, right? Like they don't need to even hire developers because functionality and the way the game plays out is the same. So yeah. it's even cheaper for them to just, you know, give it to a designer or, you know, nowadays what AI can upscale anything, really, right? You can use yeah. AI to upscale the textures, you know, slap new texture files on, you know, an idiot can do it. I could probably do it. And you're done. Like, yeah, that, that that's it. Like you release a, a remake for thirty bucks, you put zero point five percent effort into it, and you make a shitload of money. Like business wise, it's genius. Yeah, but for for a fan of a fa- franchise, it's just like a slap in the face. Yeah, the only like complaint that I've I've, I've heard is that they're doing this in three parts, so they're taking the one game and doing it in three parts, but they are changing the game in such a big way. Like if you played the very end of the last one and then played intergrade, which was uh, the PS five upgraded version, but it had extended content added to it as well. That is essentially added straight into this game. Um, so like that's the definitive version to play. Cause you get that extra story. Um, like they've changed it massively, uh, which is cool. Like the, the story is entirely different. So I am hearing that like this is justified to do it in three parts and you get three cool games. You know what I mean? Like I get that 
yeah, that story was all told in one game. But also, you got to take into account there was like Final Fantasy VII manga that was extended into the story. There was anime movies. Like there was other Final Fantasy VII stuff. You know what I mean? Like not just games that were telling story. So, I like, mean, personally, I would like it if uh, did they specifically say that it's going to be a separate game. Yeah, three parts. That sucks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, just as a consumer, when I think about it, I'm like, well, why they- don't I just get a DLC that's like. You know, if it's that huge, like maybe charge me half the price and I have to have the base game, like you still make a shitload of money. Yeah, I, but I get that. But I mean, like that was a PS4 game and that was I mean, it's been a while now at this point. So like it they're they're taking their time with these games. They're putting in all the effort like the hype is I mean, the hype is real on them. I, I literally my feeds. That's it. That's all I've seen. Um, oh, I haven't. Sure. So. Like people are excited about it. Like, uh, I think if they do it right and like look, the last game, and like especially if you got integrated, like you can put you know a hundred plus hours into it if you wanted to, like to do everything, like you you could. It's an RPG. Um, and then like integrate, added all the extra story, like there was an extra, like, you know, I think six, six, seven hour story or so. Um so I, I don't know. Like We'll we'll see, but like so far, I've heard nothing negative. Like the, I, I don't know what the Metacritic score is on it, but um, I've heard. Uh, who cares? Yeah, I mean, I, all I care about Can't is the audience. Any of the journalists nowadays, honestly, not even us. Yeah, I I only like the audience score. I I say f everything else. I will say this though, I was yeah. surprised. This is off topic. Um, Dune two, the audience and the um. Critic score are the exact same. They're both at ninety five percent. Are you guys going to watch Dune two? I probably will. I'm going to go watch I, the first one. Oh god, Mark's so, so good. I have no idea. You you, you would love I've it. Watched you the would love old it. Movies from yeah. like the eighties or whatever it is. Eighty eight is when that first one came yeah. out. But I haven't watched the new one. It's one of those. It comes out and I was like, it's remakes, new stuff. Like I don't, I didn't trust it, so I never. I never watched the, the original, so I was very like excited to watch this. I've read the and, books, um, but I've watched the old the old movies. And I, as slow as they are at times, they're still good movies. Interesting. So the the scores have changed since yesterday. I looked at it yesterday on Dune Two. So the critic score is now at a seventy nine, and the uh, user score is now at an eighty eight or eight point eight is what it says. And that's probably inevitable. It, the movie literally just came out like today. Yeah. Yesterday, yes. Wait, yesterday, today. Yeah, the yesterday. first. Oh, it, really? It, oh. Yeah, it came out yesterday. It's, it's, it's a Friday. That's usually when movies come out. Like mm-hmm. usually Thursday night is the initial showing, but Friday. Midnight. So this is the first weekend. So once the weekend gets through, we'll probably have more accurate. Yeah. Reviews is more people review it and go online because so I like an overall accurate. I can click and review it right now, and I haven't watched it. So I mean, that's how trustworthy, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is. But it, look, I've uh, Lee just went to go see it. He really liked it. Um, my, another buddy went to go see it. He loved it. He said he was going to go watch it again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it uh, looks really cool. I was just curious if you guys had seen anything about that. Uh, you watched the first one, Kurgle? I yeah, yeah. I watched it actually like two months ago or something like that. Did you watch the original? Um, no, yeah. I, I never watched the originals. And and I'm, I'm a type of guy that if a story is good, um, I don't really care about the 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 visual quality of it right like yeah. i'm but and also like a big complaint from people is like you know it's very slow burning it's kind of boring you blah 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 yeah. i mean that's the but, story yeah yeah that's how yeah, it yeah. is yeah and and i like i really liked it personally um 
I don't know. I, I'm probably I, I would go and see it in the theater if I didn't have a baby. So I'm probably going to have to wait like a week or two or maybe a couple weeks until it comes out to one on one of the streaming platforms and just going to slap it on 4K and try to enjoy it as best as I can. You're going to buy the 4K Blu-ray though, right? Uh, probably not. Um, I've, I've debated on that shit for so long. And honestly, like I get a few like physical stuff that I really, really want. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm fully a digital nerd and, and I really don't, I, I could not, especially not with kids. Like I just can't, I can't. I don't collect movies anymore. I, I bought the Mario movie. And I justified. I I told myself. I I, I like see, so I many. Seen, I seen that post. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I I I like 4K Blu-rays. I think they're great. But like it's it's the premier way. Streaming obviously reduces quality significantly. Uh, yeah. Even with their their 4K um, on Netflix. But oh, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. 4K. Either. No, it's not. That's it's all not. upscale crap. But. Mm. I mean, yeah. honestly, point, when I'm laying in my bed, I do you care? I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. That's where I'm at. I don't collect. It's worth it anymore. to me. Like after after like a day of running with kids, working, like doing all this crap. Like the last thing I'm gonna like nitpick about is like that my image is not crystal crystal clear and that I cannot hear a character fart in my back right of my ear. You know, what I mean? you just like, pissed off all the physical media collectors. I know. I my one of my best friends is a, a physical a, media collector. This is a convenience to it, but I'm I'm kind of in between. Like I like physical media, but it eats up a lot of space. So like I'll get oh, yeah. physical media of stuff I want to collect. So as far as like movies, I don't have a whole lot. Obviously, all my anime is fucking physical and it takes up like a whole shelf, but yeah. I buy stuff that I absolutely want, but I'm like it eats up a lot of space, so I need to, you know, be kind of picky about what I buy. For sure. So I used to have a lot of DVDs, but it's like I watched these movies like once or twice. And I'm like, I'm never going to watch this again. I'm just going to get rid of it. It's just pointless. Yeah, I, yeah that's what I you do. realize as an adult that I mean, unless like that's your job, if you're a collector. Like, no, nah, sure. I mean, to but, be fair, at one point I lost it. But at one point I really transferred all my physical media into a digital library. Like I had it on one hard drive and that took a shit several, several years ago. But that's I did do that at one point. And at this point, I'm like, well, if I actually want to watch this and I want to have a copy of it, I'll I'll get a digital I'll copy find somehow. It. Like yeah. it's not hard to get digital copies of, of a lot of these movies and shows. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that I'm I, I just can't do it anymore with I have to pick one thing. You know what I mean? Like I just can't. Like games are already I already can't keep up with games. Like I don't I don't need that in other stuff. I love there's so many things that I love. You know, I was very big into Godzilla and was collecting Godzilla stuff, getting statues, figures, toys. Um, I've been through everything. I feel like at, at some point or another. And um, yeah, movies was a big thing for me, and and I sold them all off. Seventeen. Uh, oh, speaking movies. of speaking of, sorry to cut you off. Keep keep going. I gotta show you guys something. Okay. But uh, yeah. Dun, so. Dun dun dun. Waiting noise. Waiting noise. <laughs> do, um, do, speaking do. of collectibles, oh, I, I want it. G fuel. I want it. I don't. I, I don't drink find G fuel. One. I don't drink G fuel. But yeah. I just thought this was really cool, and it's very nostalgic for me. I buy them too. So, I bought the yeah. Sonic ones and uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Where do you buy Spyro. like drinks like that at? Yes, uh, I got this at Dollar Tree. You got G I mean, fuel at Dollar Tree? I oh my have god! I got a Walmart. Dang, you're yes, lucky. Yes, that's they're it. like they're like three fifty here. They're expensive. 
Um, yeah. I, I gas stations, every almost every gas station ha- seems to have G fuel, uh, G fuel here. Um, yeah. So yeah, I need to find it. I need to grab that then. Maybe they start putting on like uh, water bottles and stuff. You can make smart decisions. I drink water. Yeah, just don't drink smart water because that's the shittiest water you can drink. BG water, bottle water. It all yeah, it it it. it. Have you guys ever seen those water? Unless you ever seen those water tests? Like, have you ever seen anybody do those like pH? Yeah, like ionized or yeah. It's so that's like I. I think it's usually the smart water because I'm more often than not driving and having that little small little cap instead of it being mm. open it's just a flick and drink. I, it's just easy to drink it. when I'm driving I drink it sometimes I just I'll don't drink any bottle water I prefer don't drink. to be in a plastic bottle if I could afford it it's just yeah. easy when I'm on the road and I need something to drink when I'm have you, for three hours have you guys had yeah, um, why don't you just be a canned, white girl look um, just be a well, white girl it's broken do you really have a is that a Stanley it's, oh, a Stanley. it's a TikTok, TikTok shop one isn't it yeah I don't know which one it, no <laughs> Man, I got it at five below I've got one of those, but it's only for one. like hot drinks that I hardly ever use. Oh, you're talking about like the Stanley. I have a Stanley thermos from the 90s. Yeah. Those are good to put like soup and, and stuff in. Oh, that shit is. <laughs> you got to buy, make, make yourself Dude, a I grew up thermos. with. It's good. Oh, I grew Might up with all those. Bit, but... I, you know, I grew up when we took lunchbox to, to school with a thermos in it. So. Most people didn't, still didn't do that. I mean, I remember doing it, I but did. it's just. <laughs> You end up eating this terrible school lunch. You're like, this taste is, you're, you're giving this to kids? Like, yeah, oh, there's, so our, yeah, it, our school was, pizza sticks. yes. Oh, I love those. They're terrible. No nutrition at all. Yeah, no nutrition. <laughs> what are they Who thinking? Who cares about nutrition, man? You're there's no kid, nutrition in school. You I'll know what we had? Started. You know what we had? Like, it was the weirdest thing now that I think about it. We had, uh, you guys know, like, the paint tubes, like, the metal ones? Yeah. 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 So, so my can like cafeteria in my school in Serbia, they used to sell like a hazelnut like spread, like almost like Nutella, where you would get it in this tube, and it would be like this big, and we just eat that straight up, no bread, no nothing. Dang. Like I don't know. I mean, how did I eat that? Like I just the thought I'm, of it now, I want to like throw up. But I remember having some terrible school lunch because it's like you. All of you it was terrible. Money for for lunch, but it's like you scrounge together a few scores. Like I'm not eating that school lunch. I'm gonna have. I got enough money. I'm gonna get three honey buns out of the vending machine. That'd be my lunch update. Like the the iced honey buns. Like oh, it's terrible. Ugh. It's like almost two thousand calories right there. And you're just like, yeah, no, I'm gonna eat this. Is this obviously is a good shit? <laughs> nutritional value that they're giving me in this school lunch. Uh, I remember remember being in high school just having some terrible lunches because I was like, I'm just going to have a vending machine lunch today. Dude, I did the same thing. Yeah, the honey buns and yep, that icing so bad for you. So freaking bad. Oh my God. They're disgusting now, but they are in high school. See, I'm the same way because now all I taste is that sugar. Like they just like straight sugar. That's what it tastes like to me. Like I was like, I can just feel like, um, I feel terrible. I okay, so let me tell you a funny story. This is totally off topic, but when we were in school, Mark, I don't know if you remember this, but um, I won't mention last names, but uh, Cody, let's say Cody, um, brought a bag uh, full of sugar, and we ate a whole thing of sugar at recess, trying to get Jeez. as hyper as we could. Like he brought like a, a sandwich bag full of sugar, and we ate the whole thing. <laughs> That's disgusting. The whole thing during recess, the entire thing. What grade was this in? Uh, I think it was like 
fourth grade must have been it fourth grade been before Three, third or fourth grade oh yeah it was it was elementary school i specifically remember we went in the spaceship the the playground spaceship oh, and ate God. all the sugar <laughs> you needed to hide it from the teachers we got we, we we got put on the wall all the time. That's that, that was our punishment. You got put on the wall and you had to watch everybody else play. <laughs> all the time. The, yes, I was going to mention. I was going to mention that. And then, do you remember why I broke the giant tree branch? Do you remember that I fell fell my back? I was climbing the tree and I fell on my back. I gigantic so. tree branch fell down on me. I remember. Though, I do. It wasn't. We I think it was in high school. That's some cross country meeting. I don't, I don't remember who it was, but somebody jumped to kick a rotting branch, and their foot went over it, and they and it just broke, and they just fell straight down. I remember that happening. I remember climbing the, getting in trouble for climbing the tree all the time. That's funny. Um, Brenna said uh, my school had Papa John's and Subway brought in. Dang, got it oh, made, man. About the rich bougie school. I'm going to like the poor school out the boonies. Dude, yeah, we yeah, were, I remember her telling me about that. Children in the because every every like three years, it's like there's corn literally surrounded by cornfields. So it's like, hey, man, we we I used to get in trouble for climbing that fence. All like deer would come up to the fence and stuff. Sometimes you remember yeah. that? Like we'd see deer just come up to the fence. <laughs> like we were out there. Like we were there in in the in the country. They're so. selling shade for ten cents. Yeah. Oh, thank God you brought it up, man. I went there to go visit. They demolished our school, Kurgel. They demolished it. Uh, it was from like 18. It was from like 1890 and they just really upgraded it. It was really old and they completely demolished it. Um, like my daughter got to go there for first grade in kindergarten and they now she's in a new school. So she got to see the school I went to that we went really to. Cool. Um, but yeah, I went there maybe like three weeks ago, I was driving back from a doctor's appointment and came that way. Like, I don't go that way very often. And I just stopped there and like, I took videos, like checking it out and reminiscing. Cause I instantly, the first thing I ever think of is selling shade. <laughs> we still, you weren't allowed in the tree shade unless you paid us and hot in the summer, real hot. You ever, you ever watch a show called Ed, Ed, Nettie? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much, we watch yeah. that all the time. It was like, Hey, we're going to, just try to do this scam, money or scams like any scams we could do for jawbreakers man <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did though man we were wild like did, did, did you have any like crazy uh school stories I, in serbia anything like well that? it was it was more i mean i always got in trouble um th- th- we could talk like for hours on end but i do have a story with um a friend from from my school um basically he was a family friend um and he his family knew my aunt's my aunt's family basically that's how we knew each other and we yeah. went to the same school so we go to this family like event and we're like same age and we were the only two kids that were the same age and everybody was either too young or too old and so we were just hanging out and it was this like courtyard basically where people would go in it was connected to a restaurant but to to get to the restaurant you have to go to the courtyard right so we're like let's just start charging people for entry <laughs> so we started taking i mean dumbasses like we were like eight or nine years old out of like a just complete joke we were there the first because we were like closest to the family right yeah um and we're like let's just start like checking we would check everybody's id and they thought it was hilarious like we need to see your driver's license you know (laughs) so they would like see it and it would say um the entrance fee is like i don't know like an equivalent to like two dollars right 
Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, here you go. By the end of it, we had a stack of money like this big. And it was basically like like three three days worth of adults working uh, yeah. that, that we collected. So it was like the best day ever. And then we talked Crazy. about it in, in school. We had like lunch money for basically like four weeks after that. It was great. Mark, do you want to tell about our business and when we got rich? I don't remember what happened. It's something like, hey, we're going to... I remember what everything like 10, about 10, 12, it. we're going to start a computer repair company. We're just go around like, you need a computer repaired by some kids that <laughs> realistically couldn't fix shit realistically. And I smart. We was. made up sheets and everything to get out, yeah. give out, like it, tech some, repairs. Some parent or some mom was like, oh, no, but here's $20 to help you get your business going. <laughs> we were, We thought we were rich. Like we like the gym. end of our business right there. Yeah, like, that was it. Yeah, that was it. We're gonna go get a pizza and rent. I think it was some Dragon Ball game or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I think we got nice. I think we got a uh, Budokai or, or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That was yeah. That was our business. We scammed so much. Just ask, just bumming for money, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I I had a I had a little business. Uh, I think when I was nine. My dad used to work for this music festival. It's one of the biggest music festivals in Europe. Fire Festival? It's called, no, it's called Exit. It's in my hometown. And it's all the, like, it's one of the bigger ones in Europe. Um, it has, like, uh, 56 different, like, stages. Um, so no matter what type of music you listen to, you will find some something. But long story short, my dad used to work there. He would get the promo material, so all the free shit, like oh, uh, prom, pro, promo CDs, keychains, hats. Like he would get all that stuff for free. He would bring it over and then I would take it all and I would sell it on the hood of his car. Um, and I used to like make a, a good chunk of money for, for a nine-year-old. Like it was, awesome. it was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty I cool. I love it. I love it. It's crazy. So um, <laughs> we broke up the podcast there for that. We do got, um, before we get into some other uh, bummer news, Mark, you have a segment, right? Uh, I scroll way down, I guess. Uh, a little more. Like, Does that, do we have a I name? Just, do we have a like name for honest, it yet? No, this is something that I just kind of do on the spot, but more like less gamey, more, I guess more anime, something yeah. related. So I know there was some stuff coming around. I know recently, I don't know exactly how long ago, but fairly recently, there was a... And you watched a show or an anime called One Punch Man. Yeah. Yep, I've seen a little bit. So they finally... Oh, well, something happened. They finally got a third... We finally got a third season announcement, like, years after, like, the second one. It was, like, this huge break between seasons. Uh, so how, like, hey, how, is- how long are the episodes, uh, the seasons? Probably, like, around, probably around 12 episodes for a season. Yeah. I don't know how many volumes or like chapters of the manga it actually covers. Uh, but gotcha. It's still ongoing, right? The manga. Yeah, I don't. It's not the. I don't believe I haven't really read the manga a whole lot, but I don't believe it's like one of those weekly ones for like the chapters. So it's not like yeah. the fastest. It's not in like Shonen Jump or anything, right? Yeah, where it's like the the like one uh, one piece where it's like this new chapter like every week type thing, yeah. but. I know it's been it's been a few years since we've had a had a season where it's kind of like, hey, is this dead or, or what's going on? Interesting. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I didn't uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm not caught up or anything. I, I didn't even know it wasn't still running or actually because like I, I do remember because it's on your hat. There is or the newest uh, uh, Demon Slayer movies out in theaters. I'm, it's not my local one, but I still yeah. they were showing it at one of the XD, the big theaters, one of the local ones. 
Yeah. I don't think it was it was the subtitled one. But it was like one of those big movies that, that came out in theaters. I yeah, I want to see that. There's a new game as well coming out um that I want to play. I haven't played there's this one on PS5 from Sega that I've been wanting to play. Um and I still haven't I still haven't picked it up. I, it's like a game I want to get for like, you know, like 15, 20 bucks, but it never it never seems to go below like 30 bucks. And like if you look it up now and like looking it up uh 50 bucks on GameStop for some reason there's a listing on Walmart for 85.95 Jesus Christ yeah so i've been wanting to play this Crazy. but unfortunately I, i'm not i'm just not paying that for it it's not like it looks fun but it's not a game it, to me it's not a 50 dollar game uh but awesome on that so to jump in some other we got really bad news and then we got really interesting news i'm very curious on everybody's take on like I, I'm happy. Well, we'll get go with the bad stuff first because it kind of goes sort of together. But um, supermassive games uh, laid off people as well. Um, it's interesting because they're the developers of Until Dawn, which is getting a remake right now in the process. Um, as as was announced this year, um, and they did all the Dark Pictures games, so they laid off. 25 to 30 percent of their staff and there are uh only 150 employees at that studio but like they've done yeah they did all the dark picture games they put out a statement and i'll read their statement like this is their official official statement they put on twitter uh it's no secret that the game industry is currently facing significant challenges and unfortunately we aren't immune to this after (laughs) oh my god After much deliberation and with deep regret, we are therefore undertaking a reorganization of Supermassive Games. Mm. As a result, we are entering into a period of consultation, which we anticipate will result in the loss of some of our colleagues. This is not a decision that has been taken lightly with many efforts made to avoid this outcome. We are all too aware of how unsettling and difficult this process is going to be for all of our employees, and we will be working closely with all of those involved to ensure the process is conducted as respectfully and as compassionately as possible. We're committed to focusing our efforts on our core strengths and upcoming titles to ensure the continued sustainability of the company. So I find that interesting that we're literally getting a remake of this game that was just announced. Yeah, they finished the work on it, and now they're like, okay, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Probably a bunch of QA people, probably a b- bunch of low-tier developers. Yeah. People that were probably super excited to work for a game company. It sucks. It's yeah, that's... Just... <laughs> yeah, who... I mean, just nobody would want to get into the game industry. But now. how like... are they... How are they? Stu- how are these big studios? Like, they, they're all talking about reorganization, which is BS. Like, they... It, it literally feels like... Yeah, but it literally feels like they got together. They're like, we're going to fire all of these people. We're going to give money to the shareholders and upper management. Yeah. And yeah, like, who cares? We're going to pretend like like we're doing bad, right? Like, it's, it's BS. Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating. That It's just very shocking that, that literally we're getting this remake and the layoffs happen. It's just, uh, it's crazy. I mean, we got... Uh, Build a Rocket Bully was last week, and Riot Games, and like obviously Twitch earlier this year. There's there's so many I I can't even remember Microsoft too. Um, Yeah, but yeah, I mean, looks like some of their upcoming titles are Little Nightmares Three, the Dead by Daylight spinoff called The Casting of Frank Stone, 
um, the Dark Pictures Anthology Directive 8020, and obviously the uh, remaster slash remake. So, um, yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. So with good news, at least I think good news, and I think this is going to be the move. I think this is what is going to shift, and this could be the start of a wave of a shift of the industry. Uh, Activision Studio Toys for Bob's is going Toys for Bob Toys for Bob is going independent after sweeping Xbox layoffs. So they are leaving and going independent. And Toys for Bob is actually pretty big. They're bigger than you think. They did all the Skylanders, but they also did, you know, um, obviously Spyro and Crash and and all of that stuff. So like they did Crash Four and then the uh, Spyro trilogy, which I don't know if you know, sold Gangbusters. It's one of the highest selling Switch games. Um, and one of the, and one of the highest yeah, selling PS4 really games, yeah, yeah, and it was fun. Really it was fun. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, they they've been creating content for Call of Duty Warzone for a, a long time, and like they came out and said that they were doing like trash cans and like stupid stuff. Like that's what they've been doing. So like they they are unmoved, unmotivated, and and don't want to do that crap. They've been working on Warzone for a while. Like literally making trash cans and like the crap you see that nobody cares about in the game. Yeah. So they're going independent. And uh yeah, I mean, I think that's great. I think that's the move. Like, especially a studio of, of this size and like what they're doing, like they've got stuff coming up. Um, I think it's I think this is really good news. I think this is really good news because I think this could be um, you know part of a, a shift coming for these studios because I think this is what most of these studios need to do in my opinion they they need to be really lucky they need to have a private investor or something because it's it's a very risky business it's a business that costs a lot so you know they they were probably just in a fortunate position where they, they could afford that but I don't think a lot of studios are in that position unfortunately that's why they get absorbed by these bigger corporations but i i agree it's it's a great move i think it's going to be- benefit them a lot um and hopefully we see more of that yeah i th- i just think like i agree with you um I do agree. And I mean, with these layoffs happening, like if these companies are laying people off, like that's a reduced cost there. I think if they make the move of not putting these millions and millions of dollars into games for stupid stuff that we don't care about, I've, you know, I brought it up over and over, like uh, actors in, in Call of Duty, like nobody, nobody cares about that. Like actors yeah. in. For- like it's so stupid. Nobody cares about that. That would save so well, much well, money. Correction. I, I feel like correction. I, I feel like. No real gamer cares about an actual face as much as they care about the actual game, right? But if you're just some Billy Bobby that never plays video games and you see, oh, these cool actors on there, maybe I'll try it. I feel like that's that's a different story. But I agree. Fundamentally, like I, that shouldn't be the selling point of a video game. It should be the actual gameplay, the actual fun in the game. Yeah. Yeah, and then like to add to the toys for Bob, I found this interesting because this just broke today as well. Actually, it looks like 25 minutes ago. Uh, Crash Team Rumble will turn off microtransactions in the final update on March 4th. Uh, toys for Bob is no longer developing the game, but Activision will maintain the servers. Uh, final update introduces a free 500 tier battle pass with previous season content included. So that's nice. 
I mean, that that means it's going to be shut down soon. <laughs> so what, that's what that means. Yeah. I mean, it's an online only yeah. game. So as far as I'm aware, I think it's it's online based game. Uh, yeah, it's online four v four v four. I didn't know if it had like uh, um non online play, but it doesn't look like it does. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, with them moving and um, that's uh, you know, they were doing all the crash stuff. So that means that will be shut down in about six months. <laughs> <laughs> is what that's that, that's what that means um so that, that, that's absolutely crazy yeah I, I do hope that you know these studios uh start to um make that shift because they 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 were really excited like in their their statement they, they said uh over the years we've inspired love joy and laughter for the inner child in all games we pioneered new ip and hardware technologies and skylanders we raised a bar for best-in-class remaster and Spyro Reignited. We've taken Crash Bandicoot to innovative, critically acclaimed new heights. With the same enthusiasm and passion, we believe that now in the time now is the time to take the studio and our future games to the next level. This opportunity allows us to return to our roots of being a small and nimble studio. To make the news even more exciting, we're exploring a possible partnership between our new studio and Microsoft. While we're in the oh, early days okay. of developing our next new game and a wave away from making any announcements, our team is excited to develop new stories, new characters, and new gameplay experiences. And it goes on a little bit more about our friends at Activision and Microsoft have been extremely supportive of our new direction, and we're confident that we will continue to work closely together as part of our future. So keep your horns on and eyes out for more. Thank you to our community of players for always supporting us through our journey. Do you guys remember the Spyro thing we reported on where they made that like vague post of like, it seemed like we're getting a new Spyro game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what's, wonder what's up with that. I mean, maybe they already finished development and they just got to hand it off or they got paid for the project and um, the other studio just going to release it. I don't know. Eh, now that you said the Microsoft thing, it's it all, it sounds like a silent partnership, right? They might be like doing like exclusivity deal or something like that, which is fine as long as they make decent games. Um, I think that's cool. Um, even though I think exclusives are are dumb, but that's a different topic. Um, yeah. But you know, the, the one thing in their statement, I know it's PR talk, but it's very very important to to touch on is they want to be a small nimble studio. What a lot of people don't realize in software development is there's so many hoops you need to jump through when you're like answering to a bigger company, different values, different tiers of hierarchy. Like there's a million different things that you have to talk to person one. So person one can talk to person two. So that person can talk to person three and yada, 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 yada. And what this does, it makes you very slow in development. You know, you need to get approval for everything. And, and I feel like if they got fed up with that, it's it's a great move for them. And I feel like they're gonna they're probably gonna thrive now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah, the Microsoft thing is it's kind of interesting. I, I don't know what that means exactly. Partner they, they have yeah. Well if they're saying partnership, that means that they own a part of it. Now, if they're saying they wanna be a small, like nimble studio, my assumption is that they got so essentially silent partnership is basically they will share their profits with microsoft if it's a silent partnership yeah but they get to make all the decisions right so 
you know, I'm, I'm sure that, that they probably could have worked out a deal with Microsoft that says like, you know, as long as we're doing good, you know, if they're confident that they do good, which it seems like they are, um, they share a per- percentage of their profits with Microsoft. And, and that's pretty much it. That, that should be the end of story. And, you know, ideally that's where, um, they stay and they don't get fully bought out or anything like that. So, yeah, so that I'm makes sense. exciting times for them. Yeah. Well, you gotta hop off, right, Kurgel? Yeah, I'm 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 gonna hop off, unfortunately, with the baby. Gotta make sure bedtime is there. Um Joy's a parent. But it was yeah, yeah, Joy's a parenting. But it was really fun, guys. Yeah. Um I, I love talking to you too. Um unfortunately Lay couldn't join us. Yeah. But um yeah, uh, I'm sure uh Brandon and Mark are gonna stay here forever now and talk about a million different things. Um, I always go back and re-listen, and it's always nice to hear you guys chat about things. And and uh, I hope everybody enjoyed, and I will see you all next week. All right, well, guys. We'll see you later. Have a good see one. You. All right. So yeah, um, it looks like as well that um, I I don't know too much about this one, um, but I mean I did watch Stargate. Uh, actor Chris. Yeah. You want to go into that one? Oh, yeah, because I was I was just scanning around for some other stuff, and it's yeah. actor Chris uh, uh, G- Gauther, Gaither. I don't know how to pronounce his actual yeah. last name. Uh, that he died at forty eight, and this was posted two days ago on the twenty sixth. So I had no idea. I didn't either. Uh, yeah, I, this was uh, posted on a, on a website called Gate World. It's like if you're a Stargate fan, they they talk a lot about that. But I primarily know him from a show called uh, Eureka. Yes, he was yes, the, uh, yep. like the uh, chef right. in that show. He he ran. I remember cafe. Yep, yep I uh, love that. I know show. they said he was in other shows like Sanctuary, Supernatural, Smallville, and, and a bunch of other stuff. Like he's done a lot, a lot of TV stuff. But uh, and I think in Stargate, he was in Stargate: Arc of Truth, like one of the last uh, to DVD movies that that Steve yeah. did. Yeah, but yeah, apparently he uh, he passed away on the twenty third, the age of forty eight. Pretty pretty That's, young. Yeah, that it's is a sad very passing. Didn't know a lot about him personally, but he did a lot of stuff that I definitely enjoyed him being in. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, I'm. I mean, Stargate for one. Like, I loved Stargate. Uh, Star. I, I what? What? SG One, Atlantis. What else was there? I know for sure I watched all of those too because my dad liked them. I, just, I can't think off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I can't either. And what there? Like, uh, there was a movie too, right? When there's Stargate, oh, movie? it's uh, it's SGU Stargate uh, Universe, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, Stargate Universe is the other series. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is uh, very sad. Unfortunately, uh, it's a, that's a bummer. Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff that uh, I watched and you watched, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I definitely watched both. Uh, he was a minor thing at the end of Stargate, but definitely in Eureka. I never watched those other shows, but I definitely watched I Eureka growing up through like middle school and high school. I, I love that show. Oh, me too. Me too. It kind of um, itches that, 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 that sci-fi where it's like, Hey, it's based in a town called Eureka, I think in Oregon, but it was like, Hey, we're developing right. super high tech, usually military stuff. But it doesn't necessarily, you know, trickle out, but that's kind of like the whole concept. Yeah, of the show, you have your Joe Schmo sheriff who doesn't know anything, and he's just stumbling around with people that are just you know playing smarter than him. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. That is that is young, um, very young. So, did was there a cause or? I don't know if they put it on there. It's just like a he passed away as far as the article, and he he was in these things, and you know he's 
leaves behind a wife and, and some kids and stuff like that, which is unfortunate. But I mean, he died pretty yeah. young at 48. That that is very young. That's that's a bummer for sure. Uh definitely um definitely love the Eureka and, and Stargate for sure. Big big fan yeah. of big fan of those. So well those bummer things, but more like the B to C list actors, so not a lot of people probably know about it or it's not gonna make the media because it's not some well, we'll Hollywood we'll show case, celebrity. So we care. Yeah. So yeah. Um in other news, it's not so sad. Uh, this was interesting. Um, the latest episode in, in movie and TV news, the latest episode of Simpsons featured a Mario Kart Rainbow Road parody. Did you see this? I don't watch The Simpsons. I didn't realize it until I was going through <laughs> some of these notes for the show. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Or they got like official permission or it's different enough to where they can just kind of get away with parodying it. I think that, yeah, it's the the different enough stuff. It, it was really dumb. <laughs> I watched it. It was really stupid. It, it wasn't good. Like, uh, I don't. I don't keep up with Simpsons. I only watch that to watch that that scene. Um, but if, if Simpsons, all the Simpsons is like that now, God, ugh, it's gone downhill. I did not. I it's didn't like the episode at all. Going on forever. And th- speaking because we were just talking about Stargate. There's an episode I think in season eight of Stargate SG One where I don't know if it's the voice actor or the creator of the Simpsons is actually does a cameo in that show. Really? Because the the. Uh, uh, Richard Dean Anderson, who plays uh, 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 Jack O'Neill in that show, is I don't know. I don't. I want to say it's he's an actual fan of the show, but his character makes a reference that he's you know just a fan of the Simpsons. Obviously, this is late nineties, early two thousands, completely yeah. different Simpsons then. But I, I thought that was kind of like neat and unique, and didn't yeah. realize it at the time. Yeah, that is that is interesting, huh? Yeah, so uh, I I recommend uh, checking that out just to to, to watch it, but it's. Uh, I think I feel like you'd have the same um, opinion there with, <laughs> with that episode because it was it was not good uh, at all. Um, I was thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So the uh, the the episode's called Citizen Joe. The character's name is called Joe Spencer, but it's played by Dan Casanta uh, or however it is. Hmm, interesting, because he is actually oh he's the voice of Homer Simpson. Okay. Oh, okay. We probably should have known that. <laughs> I don't watch The Simpsons, but I was like, I, I know, I, I knew about the episode because I've seen it before. And it's there's a direct reference to it, not in the show, but because you know, because he likes it, and then they, they brought him on for an episode. I just couldn't remember if he was the writer or he's like a voice actor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Makes sense. But apparently, yep. he does the voices for uh, Homer Simpson, Abraham Simpson, Barney Gumble, Krusty the Clown, Sideshow Mel, uh, Sideshow Mel, and apparently himself in the show. Interesting. Well, that's uh, but some good stuff there, then. <laughs> some uh, minor from, like, you know, 20-year-old shows at this point. Hey, nothing wrong uh, with that. There was something that I did see. Apparently, Final Fantasy VII, because we were talking about it earlier, the Rebirth. Yeah. Uh, in Asia, there was apparently a misprint that was that was released. Uh, I bet that's going for some money. What was the misprint? They, and this is coming from Anime News Network, so they just say Asia. So I don't know if it's just the region or, you know, what specific country. Uh, but apparently if the game's physical copies were labeled incorrectly, so apparently the data disc was labeled as play disc and, you know, vice versa. The play disc was labeled as data disc. So apparently it's a uh, two, the gotcha. physical version's two disc and it was kind of mislabeled. So if you put in the wrong one, it was not going to work properly. That's I with collectors. I am legitimately curious if that is going for, I, I guarantee it is. That would have to, especially if they you know noticed it. 
probably relatively quickly and the ones that were already sold are out there but i'm pretty sure they said hey stop selling these games till we fix it like oh absolutely i guarantee so that's probably i don't know if you're gonna be able to find a handful of probably unopened ones but even if it's open like if you could get a hand on a minor misprints on anything Anything. down the road go like skyrocket that's a very limited issue like there's nothing wrong with the disc but the the label misprint eventually is going to be you know sought out after collectors it cracks me up um that it's a two disc game you get a whole data disc it's still like 150 gigabytes like i don't I, i'm it's like just, so confused because blu-rays hold a lot of data that has to be a big game it has it's, i mean it legitimately is very massive. detailed 4k you know type stuff i mean it's a very deep it's very beautiful rendered beautiful game it's just gotta be it's probably one of those games where, like we can't make it any smaller it's just that big of a game hopefully it's, it's just not poorly optimized as far as the that, compression goes yeah see that's what i'm wondering like how they dealt with it. i mean you add in compression you automatically um are deteriorating you know the yeah, but obviously well i mean everything's compressed but compress it to a point where you don't yeah. lose you, you, you don't lose fidelity stuff. and you don't lose yeah, yeah resolution it's different with games compared to just dealing with computer files before but which well, like it's like the size of like warzone which is i mean that's yeah. like the biggest thing out there you know what i mean it's like the size of that and that's a massive I think, multiplayer online game that's huge and yeah isn't that part of the optimization process is cutting down removing stuff that doesn't need to be in the game from when you developed it instead of yeah. hiding it way off and remove stuff because it like know, they used to. to the to the to the data size and stuff like that now i think they just Maybe they just don't care. So like, we'll hide it to where you can't see it. And if it's big, you know, we don't care. Buy extra storage. Buy extra storage. It's not that expensive now. Which you know, I I don't care. I've got I've got a terabyte SSD in there, and I still had to delete seven things to install it. It doesn't go. It doesn't go that far. It doesn't go far. I mean, I do need to upgrade it, but I'm I'm more worried about other stuff. Like, unfortunately, I'll just have to be okay with deleting stuff for now. It's a bummer because I had to delete like good stuff. I don't have like a bunch of crap on there, so sucks. But I, I even have um an external hard drive too for my PS4 games. So like all the PS4 games I get, whether it's PS Plus or my games or whatever, like I put them on yeah. there, and then I put the PS5 on terabyte plus i have system storage and i'm still out of room so my uh my external was two terabytes and obviously that it's only for ps4 but just crazy absolutely crazy. crazy but yeah that's interesting i did not see that uh did not see that misprint i i guarantee i'm curious on ebay what that's going for i'm really really curious it wouldn't um, surprise me if people start selling it and the, the price just skyrockets uh, so apparently, uh, this is a rumor. Um, new Sonic Fall Guys game name reveal has four, uh, 32 player matches. A new leak reveals the name of the rumored Sonic the Hedgehog spinoff inspired by Fall Guys featuring multiplayer that can support 32 players. Uh, Midori leaks details on Sonic Poise Party, allegedly in development for two years with plans for social and IP collaborations. Uh, gameplay videos show Sonic characters in 32-player matches with obstacles, bosses, objectives, and more. So, is there gameplay out there for this? Or Yeah, there is. There's like... be nice to see. There's like actual... Yeah, there's, there's like actual screenshots. And it 
doesn't look bad. Like it, it looks it's good. Like a cheap cash grab, pretty much. It looks good. Yeah. I'm. It lo- yeah. Look this up. Sonic. Sonic Toys Party. Very interesting. It says uh, it, again. Sonic Toys Party. It says it'll include Sonic, Tails, Shadow, Knuckles, Doctor Eggman, Amy, and Metal Sonic. So I, I mean, I uh, obviously you get a bunch I'm, of like like toys you buy at Walmart popping up. <laughs> I, I type in game. I, I would type in game, but yeah, um, yeah, that's what happened to me too. Uh, I see it if you scroll down. There's a rumor. Um, yeah, it looks yeah, game rants. Um, interesting. Um, they they've got some screenshots on the article. I'm trying to see if there's a little bit more. It looks like maybe they're the first. Uh, um, looks like they updated an hour ago. So that's interesting. Um, that's that's some. That's some news for sure. I I guarantee that will do really well. So the leaker on Twitter said there are social elements and over 30 players on one stage. Sega group IP collaborations, including Persona, are planned. This is a title in development for two years. The goal of creating a free-to-play Sonic mobile live service game for a global audience. Oh, God. I just hate when I read mobile and live service and they're together. I didn't know it was mobile. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a question because I don't know if you talked about it before, but have you ever played a game called the uh, King Fighters 13 King of Fighters? Yes, yeah, the King of Fighters 13. Have yeah, you just about that recently. I have not, but I just pre-ordered uh, King of Fighters 13 today on Amazon because I went up for pre-order. But what's uh, yeah, because what? I did just see that where the pre-order was being launched by limited run for switch PS4 and uh, maybe PC or is it just the two? Uh yeah, just the two, and so the oh, big is that deal- like a music disc added onto it that I'm seeing? I I'm not sure. So um, limited run works with Amazon for some games now. So like it popped up on Amazon. I'm I'm not 100 sure. If is there a music disc with it? I didn't check. I it. It's only forty dollars. It's only forty bucks. That's how much I. The problem is the actual picture is really low quality on their site, but obviously it says it's a, we'll include a metallic box. The game. Oh yeah. The game. I'll look at my Amazon order. A double sided keychain. Yeah. So it's a, it's an actual soundtrack. I bet the limited run site version is different than, um, what I pre-ordered at the look, but yeah, that, that would be really cool. So 13, um, the deal about this is one of the things that they are doing with this is, do you know what, um, uh, what's it called? The netcode thing. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's essentially where they go back to some of these fighters and they add. Uh, oh, it's called rollback netcode. And so what that does is it attempts the line for people playing over Wi-Fi, playing online multiplayer, to align it as if you are playing right in front of each other. Like it, it does its best to optimize everything being on point because on a fighting game that matters right like yeah. if you're playing online like you have to really be there i mean there used to be fighting like super smash brothers for instance like you played like brawl online oh my god like uh but yeah this is adding that rollback net code so like that's one of the big deals about it and it's the global match version which means online essentially they add that to the king of fighters titles when when they add online to it. Um, but yeah, it, it look, the teaser trailer looks really, really good. Um, they're adding and changing compared to the original uh, original release, but we can at least presume it'll come packing all the previous DLC characters and items. Um, 
being developed. Here's here's what threw me for a loop and, and why I got upset about this today. So I got a little bit upset because I was shocked that they are not offering this for PS5. Like this seems like oh yeah, it's PS4, PS4, and and Switch. Like, that's it. Not, I, I mean, obviously you can play the PS4 on the PS5. But that's, yeah, but that's weird. Why the PS4 specifically? Unless it was. I don't know how long ago they announced it, but it was originally announced for the PS4. But the PS5 has been out for uh, like what three, four years now? Three, like three years, yeah. And so that yeah, we're going on four years. So yeah, it's uh, it makes no sense to me. And like that seems like oh. for, for a fighter, like that makes sense to opt. Yes, you can play it on the PS5, but if it's a PS4 native version, that doesn't matter. Um, you Unless know what I mean? Just trying to maximize, like, well, the PS4 is such a big install base, and you can play it on the five. Let's just maximize, you know, the, the the market that we can sell it to in one go without having to add another copy of the disc that we have to make. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did Switch. I went with Switch. Um, if there was a PS5 option, I would have went with that. But I, I just don't, like, don't have interest in buying physical PS4 games that much. And um, yeah, yeah I buy for games that came out on the PS4 originally. Just because I yeah. usually play it on the PS5, but if it's like a newer game, why just yeah. get the, the the better version of the game? Yeah, that to me that makes absolutely zero sense. Uh, that, that's kind of a bummer. Hopefully, uh, I'm sure that it will, considering it's an older game. I'm sure it'll run fine on the Switch, and and that's okay. That, that's if it's not PS5, usually my second choice is just go with Switch. Like, I I'm yeah, sorry, but I'm I'm not buying a new um, PS4 game that should be on PS5. I'm I'm not doing it. That's just me personally. Like that makes no sense to me. The install base and stuff is and what's weird is limited run all the time offers a PS4 and PS5 version all the time with their releases. So like why this one, one I care about, that's you're a, not offering it, you're not offering it. Like that's yeah, right? a bummer. That's a huge bummer, unfortunately. Um uh, it really is. But yeah, it's craziness and uh, it is, yeah. Like I, like I said, it's it, it's up for pre-order now. You can get down limited run. Uh, limited run also has I wanted to mention as well. Um, obviously, I brought up the game earlier, RZ. Um, so they are publishing that game. Um, is actually one of the guys from Digital Foundry. Do you know that channel? Massive. Uh, I don't massive. Really, I know what you're talking about. It's just not a channel that I really I go to a whole lot. So one of the guys on there is actually part of the. He helped develop the game, so it's really interesting. And obviously, uh, he's. I think he's working for um, Limited Run Two now in some capacity. Uh, so that's really interesting. And um, they have the. I, we knew it was going to happen. Absolutely knew it was going to happen. And I want this so bad, but they. I, I I think that they said we were getting a day one patch for the game, but there's this really, really, really cool collector's edition for Contra Operation Galuga, and I want it so bad. It looks so cool. It's It comes with uh, NES-style box inside of it. Like It looks just like the original Contra. Um, it has these figures in there that are really cool. They have like accessories and, and all yeah. kinds of stuff for the characters. You get these dog tags. Uh, you get a steel book, you get an original soundtrack, an art book, you get a metal pen. You get quite a bit in this in this collector's uh, sticker sheet. A dust you get you get a dust sleeve as if it was literally on the NES. That is like an NES dust sleeve. That is so cool. 
Uh, it just looks it looks really awesome, but uh, what I don't like is the the price necessarily uh, for that particular um, collector's edition. It is called the Ultimate Edition. So uh, that one is on Xbox, PS4, Switch, and PS5. So that was actually they're, yeah. they're doing an Xbox one for that. So that's. That's kind of interesting. If it doesn't have smart delivery, then I, I would actually might go out oh, as yeah, smart delivery. Never mind. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a key on a disc. Makes yeah, no sense. Much. That okay. It's just look, so stupid. Look, so I, I buy a lot of stuff from Limited Run. I have over the years, um, and to me, they they make physical copies for games that wouldn't otherwise get physical copies. But why are you making a physical copy of a game that's not even on the disc? It's got to be. I mean, can you explain that to me? Limited run games. We're making a physical for a game that doesn't have a physical, but this game is actually not on the disc. It's like what's the point? It's like the whole Fallout 76. Like, it, why? Why bother printing out a physical if it's just a download copy or a download yeah. key? Like, it's like Overwatch and all those. Yeah. <sighs> Ah, uh, so weird. High on Life is getting a collector's edition, though, which I found really interesting. Um, I think we did. We mention that last week. Uh, I thought we talked about it. I don't know about the collector's edition. We we talked about the game for sure, but it's yeah. This one's a hundred dollars. Um, so for collectors, it's a little bit on the cheaper end. It looks like it comes with some interesting stuff. Uh, some like squishy thing. I think. Oh, stress ball it comes with stress ball. A knifey keychain, uh, soundtrack, art book, sticker sheet, poster. The game's really good. Um, I, I am glad it's getting a physical. Like I, I wouldn't mind owning like the the standard uh, physical of that. It, you you said you haven't got to play that yet, right? No, I haven't. Gotcha. Um, one I will one hundred percent be grabbing, and apparently I've got to do it real soon because I got their last chance on there. Is Rocket Knight Adventures? Did you ever play that game? I haven't. No. So it was I don't on the, know what the game's about. It was on Sega Genesis. It's a, a 2D platformer. Um, it is really, really fun. It's one of the best, in my opinion, oh. one of the best games on the platform. Um, and it was it, on the Sega, so by default, I couldn't have played it. Never, I didn't have a Sega Genesis growing up. Well, it got a, um, it got a, I, I can't remember if it's like a, a, a sequel or a remake um on the xbox 360 and ps3 uh digitally like there was no physical of it and yeah. I, pl- I played it not that long ago because apparently i owned it for a long time and i didn't even know and it really really fun um i i i was blown away at how good that felt like it almost felt better than the original because I, I played it not that long ago um i loaded it up on the everdrive to uh test it out it's like my go-to game for that um and I, th- I feel like that one was, um, I can't what it was called, but it's really interesting because I've never, ever heard anybody talk about that version of the game. It's like a hidden, like an old hidden gem platformer that just never, never got talked about. Yeah, I, I'm looking up right now. It's literally just called Rocket Knight, and it's a 2.5D platforming video game by Climax Studios and published by Konami. Yeah, I've never, it's Xbox Live arcade game. So apparently it wasn't on the PS3. Uh, so that, it's probably one of the many reasons, but it's really good. It looks good too. Like it still I'm looks good. To, to trying to get the actual physical copy of it. Yeah, there, there is that. See, that's one that needs it because there is none. Yeah. yeah now that, I don't know. Have you uh, or did you have more, have more to say on that? Or? No, I just 
yeah, that'd be cool if that one got it physical. That's all. Now, have you been to uh, McDonald's in the past week or so? Um, no. I don't, and you wouldn't the, have seen the change, like on the back of the receipt or some of their newer advertising. Apparently, because I, I think I saw it first on social media, uh, McDonald's is playing into the uh, McDonald's meme type thing. The what? Uh, oh, McDonald's. So turn the M upside down to a W. So you know you're representing McDonald's, but you're getting around the 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 trademark. So if you've ever watched like any like television, like especially like a, like an anime, they'll take like popular food brands and just kind of tweak the logo or the name so you know what it is. But technically, they're kind of getting around trademark copyright stuff. Oh. So apparently, McDonald's is using the Wick Donalds that you usually see in, in some animes as far as like a part of like a uh, their like a anime marketing campaign. Hmm. Uh, like if you go to McDonald's now, they have like some weird stuff. Like the back of the street receipt has like some like uh, like animation and stuff on the back of it. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But I was trying to read, go through some stuff. So uh, apparently, there's a four anime short being produced by Studio uh, Period, a studio that worked on like Naruto and Black uh, Black Clover. If you ever watch those, yeah. So apparently, okay. over the next four weeks, there'll be a uh, that and a. Uh, apparently a manga chapter release, but you know, like a month long marketing campaign with an anime studio to be like, to kind of like play into it and stuff like that. Huh. And it, it, it looks like they're kind of to some degree parroting other semi-popular animes to some degree. I don't know how, how close you're going to actually get. Right. Uh, and McDonald's actual social media, like their actual X account is uh, McDonald's <laughs> and the stuff they've, they've the, the, the whole logo uh, on the line. It's like uh, the actual, like uh at least on their X, it's like the W, the 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 M's upside down, and they like I don't know if it's actual sub uh, actual sauce, but they're advertised like on the the digital sauce is the same thing with like the the W upside down stuff like that. So they're playing into like a long time trope and just using that as like a short term advertising campaign. That is hilarious. don't know if they need it to sell some stuff, but it just seemed kind of like interesting. And, and, and did you ever? I I think I sent it to you. Did you ever play the Grimace game that you were able to play like on your phone? But they it wasn't. It was a Game Boy, like an actual. Like you, I, I got it on my EverDrive now. Old McDonald's, nothing new. But I played like some of the old stuff. Like I remember back in like the early to mid two thousands, they used to like make like cartoon movie like a, yeah. Like, long I had v- I a couple VHS. Of yeah, a couple VHS. Like, mixture either on VHS or on the old DVD, but. You know, right around the turn of the century, early 2000s, I remember them having like, you know, cartoons and stuff like that. Like they actually used to produce more than just, you know, shitty fast food. Yeah, they I mean, they had a Sega Genesis video game and, and all that. But this was uh, Grimace's birthday. I, I played it. I thought I sent it to you, but you could play it on your phone. But it was it was like an actual developed Game Boy game like there. You can go on Etsy and buy like carts of it, but I, I like I've got it on my EverDrive, so I can like literally play it on the Game Boy. So it's like a legit Game Boy game, and it's it's a, 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 a platforming skateboarding game, like a two D platform. You, you ride a skateboard. That's the platforming. So it's and like it's, a really cheaply made game. It's actually fun though. It's actually it's actually pretty fun. Like I caught myself playing it for like an hour or so. Oh, apparently they've got a whole. There's a website that has the game as well. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you just play it straight. It, yeah, play it straight on your phone. Play it on PC, and then if you want to get a card of it, you can get you a card of it. <laughs> it's uh, 
Yeah, that was interesting. I was totally random when they dropped that. Um, no, it is. Yeah, so I, it's a little weird. I saw. Have you seen anything about the Madden twenty four stuff? I haven't. I don't really follow the Madden stuff. Like I, I, I know there's some rumblings for the uh, for the college football game that's supposed to be coming out later this summer, but I haven't heard anything about the Madden stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't follow it either, but it. It looks like it says like they're essentially they're talking about and we've known this kind of forever, uh, like no changes to the to the game. Um, and there's like a whole com- there's like a whole page that you can find of a comparison on the, the differences of 23, 24. Um, so, yeah, and there's a there's apparently a deluxe edition of it. So, I mean, I don't bring that up because that's that's coming out. Um might is that already out maybe it's already out maybe it's madden 25 talking about i'm not sure i just remember seeing that pop up but 25 might make more sense yeah because it's 24 now they're always a year ahead so yeah i never understood that why do they do that because the season i don't know it's just probably marketing that way it's good throughout the next year because this the back half of the season goes into the new year so like i don't don't know it's just Mm. how they they name their games at this point Interesting. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Uh, yeah, I've always wondered about that. I think it's kind of weird. There's other games that have done that too. Um, yeah, I, I saw on here that let me pull it up. Where is it? Uh, can't find it. I had it. It was on Anime News Network. Something about a new uh, anime movie. It looked pretty interesting. Inspired. Are you by... talking about the new Gundam movie? Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, that that it's out in Japan. God knows when we're going to get it here in the U.S., but it's coming out to some other countries over the, like the next few months. Interesting. Yeah, I want to see that. I've heard decent things about it. As much as I thought the second or see Destiny was a an atrociously terrible uh, show, but I haven't watched it in like ten plus years. I I remember liking it, but maybe it was just it's such an old show. Like the first season came out in like what two thousand one, two thousand two. Like this, they, they haven't touched this IP. This specific gun on my piece since like what 2005, 2006? Like, yeah, it's been like 15. I miss years Gundam Wing. I miss Gundam Wing. I like Gundam Wing, but the more I go back and watch it, I'm like, this is just aged poorly. This far I haven't watched it in a long time. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I never rewatched it's terrible. it. Terrible. And that's a show I've got nostalgia what? for. And I'm like, this is not me good too. at all. What about Unicorn? Do you like Gundam Unicorn? I haven't watched There's a lot of Gundam series. I, I'm still, still it's pretty watching, good, but it's pretty I mean, pretty I. Good. I enjoyed the original series from from seventy nine, which when you at first watch, it's kind of rough. Yeah, seventy nine animation, but I was like, it's not as bad as you would think. It's decently paced. It's got a good story. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some old anime that that holds up to me, like I, the original Astro Boy. Like I could still watch that, and I think it holds up just as well. It's beautiful, beautiful animation. I you saw old. Or, oh, no, go ahead. Saying, sorry. I, no, you're good. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I just saw something else. Speaking of uh, old uh, shows. Remember, she, you, you ever watch a show called uh, Case Closed? Yep. That's, or, that's yep. what they call it in, in the U.S. due to... It's to, called to Detective... Detective Conan. Yeah, it's Detective But because Conan. of the whole Conan movie stuff, they, they mm-hmm. changed it to get around it. Apparently, uh, later this year, they're coming... It's, it's uh, 27th movie is apparently getting released <laughs> with the widest <laughs> amount of movies in Japan, movie oh, theaters. Oh, my gosh. 27 movies. This, this show Jeez. came out in like the mid to late 90s. 
Like it's, How does it's it, about as old as One Piece is for when it started. I only knew about one movie. <laughs> and the manga's been going for yeah, long, just as long, if not longer. It's it's crazy that you know it's been going on. No, is manga still still going right now? I thought it Gee, Merry Christmas. That is I mean, a lot kind of, of like movies. A, How can that even be interesting at that point? A, you know, it's a it's a, it's a, like a younger kitty yeah. audience. It's a light detective show. Yeah. With a, there's an overarching plot, but I mean, after what 20 some years, like how, how long can you drag that out for? But it's kind of like the whole week, yeah. week, here's a new detective type type show. So you could kind of do it. It reminds me of that one. Um, gosh, what's it called? Like Dor- uh, Dorymon or no, maybe it's not Dorymon I'm thinking of. Um, I forget. There's there's a one anime that's like definitely targeted at kids. That's That's been going on forever. Uh, I want to mention though, I, I saw this pop up and I didn't know about it. Um, there's a new physical uh, Pokemon release coming out, and it's called Tales of Lugia, and it includes Pokemon 2000, which I love that movie. I I mean, like literally love that movie. To me, it, it I it still holds up. I watched it not super long ago, a couple years ago. Again, ten out of ten movie. Uh, it makes me cry at a certain part. Um, but it also comes with uh, the power of us. Um, so I haven't seen that movie. That's kind of interesting. Like I could, I could justify that one. It's video game related, yeah. um, and that would be cool to to have on it. It's unfortunately it looks like it's just a DVD though. I don't even see a Blu-ray yeah. option. That's dumb. So because I just pulled it up. So apparently in in Japan, the Detective Conan manga started airing, or at least the first volume came out in, in uh, June of '94. So it's yeah. a whole ten years later before it comes to the comes to the U.S. in English, but it's still ongoing. Like the latest volume, one hundred five, just came out. It's coming out in April, April tenth of this year, hmm. and that only covers up to chapter, you know, one thousand seventy. But there's they're actually all up to chapter one thousand one hundred twenty five. I think it's just not all of them have actually been published in a in a volume. Huh. But yeah, it's just it's been going on longer than One Piece, or just as long. I think One Jeez. Piece, the anime, the One Piece anime started in '99. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, we know the One Piece manga is coming to an end. And I'm curious about when the actual One Piece manga. Yeah, I'm, has we, been. when when does it end though? What chapter are we on? Like uh, right, so seventeen hundred. One Piece started July of '97. Okay, only two years before the anime. Wow. So it's been going on just as, pretty much almost as long yeah. as uh, Detective Conan, but obviously the show is not as popular. It's right. more towards a younger audience. But I even just bought the bought the. Uh, I used to. I've the first watched three volumes of the uh, of the manga recently. Of case closed store. I was like, no, of uh, One Piece. Of One Piece, because I'm like, I'm, I'm the person watching the show. I'm like, screw it. I'll just start buying the manga and reading it. But I don't like to do it digitally. So like, I'll buy it physically. Yeah, I don't either. It'll, I- it'll take up a lot of space eventually, but. I yeah oh my god yeah what I know that you can get there are box sets of like one through ten to uh eleven through twenty like of One Piece like there's different yeah. box sets but I didn't get, get the to. actual box that it's the the first three volumes the, yeah. the, the three in one volume because it's just oh the Omni manga it's some some somewhat combined like I I've started to prefer those because it eats up less space you get more in one and stuff like that and sometimes a lot yeah. of them are like hard. Uh, uh, they're like hard copied. Yeah. Yep. I mean, th- they're like nice. Yeah. They're they're nice. I I remember those became really popular when me and you were were 
really into the anime and going to conventions. I remember they started doing that with like some older stuff because they started doing it with Dragon Ball. And I feel like they did it with Death Note. And like it was pretty new. Like that was a new thing to, you know, Omnibus have been around, but like where they're making like the the hardback, like real nice kind of collector quality stuff. Um, like you could even get some that were printed on like, I forget what type of paper, but like real nice paper. And they made like full collared volumes of Dragon Ball. Do you remember that? Like they, they had like yeah. full, full collar quality. Sorry, I was trying to get my autofocus was, was that. I see that. For a second. <laughs> I was trying to like get it to, to, to not be out of zoom. Yeah. Uh, uh, did what, you, what'd you say again? Sorry. Uh, yeah, about the omnibus. Uh, they did like a yeah, full collared run of Dragon Ball, the manga. They did. Oh, they made yeah, it colorized. Yeah, it's really expensive. When they really come. expensive. That's a lot of lot of color paper. It is a lot. Uh, did you know about this? I'm not I caught up on any of the Pokemon anime stuff at all. But they yeah. made they made a, a a show called Pokemon the Arceus Chronicles, and it says. Uh, our heroes head back to Sinnoh to learn about the region's past after receiving a mysterious message from the mythical Pokemon Arceus. So it dives into the, the Arceus game. That's not surprising. Taking tap into the actual popularity. It's to not. Show. It's not. What's surprising is I didn't know about it. It's probably just not big news. But I mean, like Pokemon's been out running for 20 some years at this point, 25 years plus at this point. True. Can you get? Can you still get physical Shonen Jump issues? Uh, of what exactly? Like, like the actual Shonen Jump, like yeah, the weekly or yeah. The monthly. The monthly, yeah. Can in you still get that? Here, I use. I don't. I used to. Um, From what get I understand, is for it. in Japan, I think you still can. I don't know if they're still doing it here in the in the West anymore or in the U.S. That's a bummer. Those were I loved those, man. Like those are like still hold value now. Like some of those hold a lot, a lot of value. Um, understandably, like they're thick, you know, you get like, they're cool. I, I always liked them a lot. I was a big fan. I, I just be curious for some reason if they still, uh, still produce those or not. But I, I, I did want to bring this up. Actually, Lucas, um, sent, sent to me about this, but, um, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is getting a PS5 and Xbox Series X version on May 24th. And obviously we're getting the new um, we're getting that new Dragon Ball game here soon. And I think what he sent me too is that that Dragon Ball Fighters is also getting like a PS5 version. So that's kind of cool. I like that they're, they they take these games and give uh, a free upgraded version of the game for new consoles. Like if you already own it, um, you know, that runs better fidelity and better resolution and you know, uh, performance in fighting games is pretty essential. So, yeah. So I just double checked on the actual uh, Amazon Japan. So you can still get the actual, at least in Japan, the 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 physical weekly Shonen Jump over there. Oh, you can. Yeah, it's like in ma- it's in magazine format, but you can still you know, get the get the weekly stuff. Which feels like at this point they would just discontinue in the U.S. because like that's just cheaper. It's all digital. You would think so. Yeah. Do you, do you see any other? Uh, uh, I saw something about Duel Masters. Do you remember that? Whoa! Sounds like like a Digimon spinoff. It's like it's it's like uh, Yu Gi Oh. Um, it was it was supposed to like compete with Yu Gi Oh. Apparently, it's coming back though. What? I loved it as a kid. Uh, it did ever it, it failed, it, but it was it, it had like a a minor popularity. Like it was on Cartoon Network, and yeah, it's like I remember hearing it. I don't think I ever really watched it, but uh, dude. Yeah, definitely. Just it's another card game that 
Yeah, but, it was just a bigger show. And but then again, whoa. the actual anime of Yu-Gi-Oh just ignores the actual rules of the card games. It does. Like, Dude, the manga so though. Oh my god, the manga is crazy. Have you ever read just that first volume? You, you you'll be shocked. Yu-Gi-Oh. You'll be shocked at how how violent and how crazy and different it is way, way different than the anime. Like the anime is geared at kids. The manga is not geared at kids at all. It is like uh like uh, Yugi in it is like evil. <laughs> He's like legitimately like evil, and uh, like it's his alter ego. Um, it, it's just it, insane. Like it is an insane manga. Just that first volume. Like you, I, I've I've read that volume so many times. Um, it is just crazy <laughs> how different it is. Uh, absolutely, like not sure. I mean, they made the right move, obviously, because I don't is think there that a specific cr- version of it, or it's just the the original, just the original manga. Yeah, just look up, you just look up some of the pages and see, like, um, just how brutal it is. I would just type in like Yu-Gi-Oh manga evil or something like that. But it, oh, it, the first thing I see is like a Reddit post where like, yeah, four kids ruined it. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it's that's, that's the that that's a dub, not the actual show, unless they censored it when they actually aired it. I, dude, know, I know. I know. I saw. Dark. I saw one page of it where the dude has a. It's his the, the the hand where you do the knife between the mm. hands. Where he's got like a stack of money on yes. top of it. Yep. Yep. I don't that's know if he actually the... stabbed himself, but I saw one. It's like he, he does to, like <laughs> not actually stab himself. I was like, oh yeah, no, he, he's, he's cut that out. Yeah, he stabs himself in the manga. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's brutal. It's crazy how different um, that is. Nobody talks about that. I was just look. I was watching that Duel Masters trailer. That is very interesting. It looks very dark too, like dark and gritty, like way different than the the D- Duel Masters anime was clearly geared at kids. Like, yeah. So I saw this where someone said in the manga that it's apparently Yugi is savage to uh, Sato uh, Kaiba. Says Kaiba and you gave a pretty contentious relationship. Uh, in the anime, but any conflicts do have pale in comparison to what occurs in the manga. Apparently, after Kiba tries to steal a blue-eyes white dragon card from Yugi's grandfather, Dark Yugi responds with a penalty game, which Kiba, uh, Kaiba loses. Uh, as a consequence of that loss, Kaiba's soul is transform, uh, tr- yeah, transformed into a dual monster soul, and that soul is yep. utterly eviscerated by dual monsters. Later, Kaiba tries to get revenge for the unbelievable suffering and inflicted, but does so by creating a theme park designed to end Yugi. <laughs> yeah, this is dude. It's dark. I, you oh, should just, a, just he, buy that volume a, one. It is this, insane. That says it ends by saying it puts him in a six month long coma. What it is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Most, I guess most people don't know this. If you don't know it, then I, a lot of people don't know, but it is dark, man. Like it is not anything like that. anime. and like the car, I feel like the card game aspect of the manga is like a side thing. Like it's well, it apparently just, a, I have a stepfather throws himself out of a window in the yep, manga, which yep. doesn't happen in the anime. <laughs> yep. That's, I remember that's that. Crazy. I, I, re- I, yeah, I read through all of, all of you. Yeah. Uh, all of the the base Yu Gi Oh, and it, it's it's insane, dude. It is just brutal. Like I couldn't believe it. And not at all geared at kids in the show. They just completely changed the anime. <laughs> like completely like alcohol involved, brainwashing. Oh, dude, all kind. Yeah, drugs. Dark Yu Gi drives some other dude insane. I don't know how, but oh, I remember that. I'm trying to think of how he did that. It says uh-huh. uh, a musician who hasn't had any success largely because he's terrible at it. Uh, it's- <laughs> Uh, so apparently when Yugi fails to sell any tickets, uh, uh, Soji, 
know how you actually say that. Uh, forces him to listen to his music at an ear-splitting volume in route and reveals his battered friend. Unless I'm reading this wrong. Yeah. It, or, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's really, the way they worded this on this, on apparently Ranker, it's just terribly, terribly written, if you ask me. Are you, is it like a rank to the manga? Yeah, it's like a Ranker version, but it's the only way to get, like, quick, like, little yeah. pieces of, like, some of the actual quick stuff on there. And Were you like, able to see some of the pages? The most- yeah, we're, but it's like voted by like people who think like the darkest. There, is it Honestly, Reddit? Because I pull up a Reddit article where it's no, it's an actual the actual site ranker dot com. Oh, okay, just gotcha. Things, but apparently by user votes, Yami Bakru uh, defeats Pegasus by tearing his eye out. It's like the considered the most uh, dark moment. <laughs> well, I know that. No way. I don't think that's the darkest. So he rips moment. out apparently uh, the Millennium Eye. Yeah. Like actually, like, like rips it out of his skull. His life is what that says. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, it, crazy. It, was, it was pretty. Cr- it's so different than the anime. So apparently, like, this character who's got that that fake eye, he comes back later in the show, but in the manga, that that's it. He's done. <laughs> oh Never yeah, comes back ever again. He's dead. Yeah, it's like they're like we're gonna completely change how this anime actually works. If we want to market tour into an audience, is actually gonna buy the cards. Yeah, I was reading somebody's Reddit post. I started reading the original Yu-Gi-Oh manga and find it absolutely hilarious. It's crazy violent without any reason at all. Everyone is out for the kill, elementary students included. And it goes on saying stuff I can't say. Yeah, it gets. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I, gotta, I need to go and actually start reading this. No, that, you really, really like, do. Oh, yeah. It's, it's insane, dude. It's. You remember sl- for the sake of brutality? Yeah, and, and like most of it makes no sense, and it's for no reason. It's other than to be like pure evil. Like he is, it's crazy, dude. Um, do you remember Slam Dunk manga? Do you remember the incident I had? No, I know about it. It's I'm I was never the biggest sports anime fan outside of Girls Zoom Panzer. I didn't <laughs> really care for him. So this would have been year uh, Barnes Barnes class. Uh, this was the year that you came, and I, I came fourth grade. Yeah, fourth grade, and <clears throat> my my grandma got me a Slam Dunk Volume One because it was it was at the flea market. Got it for like fifty cents. Yeah. Um, and I just love manga, so anything you know at that time, like you couldn't get anything. So like anything I found that was anime or manga related, I wanted. I got it taken away from me and sent back to. Yeah. To my grandma or to my mom because it had a bunch of curse words in it. <laughs> like it's also pretty like pretty gnarly. Yeah. yeah. And I was showing people because it was like this cusses. Like, oh, yeah, that's how I found it. Actually, like, oh, you yeah, can see that. I showed everybody. <laughs> this was shortly before I cut um that kid's pants. So. <laughs> I I don't remember that. Yeah, I went under and we'll talk, obviously I'm not saying last names, but a kid named Chris. I, I went underneath the table because I got mad at him and cut his pants. <laughs> and we had to buy him new pants. My mom had to buy oh, him new pants. You were you were such a little bastard. I know I was, dude. He he did something to make me mad. I just uh. I feel like we tried to to get some of those like manga or or I guess to us they were just comics when we were kids. That those you remember those uh. They had like this scholastic book fair or something like that. For, like, yes, they, they were called Anna mangas, is what they were called, and they were like yeah. collared and they're they were from the anime. <laughs> I don't. Really I had the Duel Masters. So that's funny because the one I got, the first one I got was Duel Masters, but they also made Anna mangas that were from like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon shows. 
Um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it's buried. But I thought I still had one that I bought, but I don't want to get up and look and try yeah, to find out. Yeah, I, think I only was, ever bought one. That is how I learned about Duel Masters. I got that volume one and a manga. Yeah, I was still we're going down there's really a, at this point Animanga. there's a whole wiki for animangas apparently it's a, like we, a thing i don't know if we ever got around to reading the manga but i do remember a show that i didn't realize was an anime till way down the road but uh, hamtaro yeah Ugh. dude i loved so hamtaro. The weirdest i loved it on this show but it's just like you're a bunch of random hamsters doing some stuff i do, I, I loved know, hamtaro i don't know why i got into that I, I played three of the games, Game Boy Color, two on GBA, and one of them, believe it or not, I, I've talked about it before, it's on a it's on a previous video on one of my lists. A hand-powered GBA game called Ham Ham Heartbreak is one of my There's favorite of GBA games. games. It is really good. Like it legitimately is a really good game. Super fun. I played through it several times. Um I I love that game. I, I was a big Hamtaro fan. I mean, I asked for that for my birthday. So like, I was it's got a completely different opening here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Japanese version. And then, back in that era where they just we're going to completely re- change the music. They cha- And then they like the Japanese Hamtaro like became like skinny and they made the Hamtaro here was like fat. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but like there's skinny Hamtaro in Japan. It might just like, be they, later. It was. Later it was pieces. later. It was later. Yeah. I don't even know that it got a um yeah like I'm pulling up right here like it's really skinny Hamtaro and uh yeah they completely changed I, I I'm not sure why they changed the, the art style but like he's got like kind of a I don't know like I'm pulling it up I can see it but uh I think he's just uh fatter looking in the so, in yeah older versions nineteen this the newer is shows that stopped it's like it's okay I got it right here nineteen ninety nine really fat like there's a comparison picture 2011 super skinny it's like pikachu because you remember pikachu like on the cards and like it's like the art made, style just evolves over time pretty much all the different studios animated them so you know the the animation changes what why they gotta make them skinnier though well ask the ask the animation studios not me i don't like it i don't like the way it looks I like fat hamster i mean he's uh, not really fat he's just a hamster just he's just small and compact so that's how hamsters look Oh, yeah, Probably just true. a different studio. They just went with a different art style over time to change it up. I don't know. So, have you heard about Google's DeepMind? Have you heard about this? I haven't. I heard about and, uh, Google's failed AI, but I don't know about DeepMind. Well, this is uh, this is this is AI involved. Um, however, it is AI essentially oh, for video that, games. Uh, this is that. It's related to the Google Gemini, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, that's, it, it, Google Gemini just getting ragged on by everybody. So there's a bunch of footage out there. Like I actually looked at the guy's tweet that was like the head developer on Twitter, and like it shows a bunch of screenshots of games being played. And the problem is, like, if you go look at the chat, dude, it is insane on that guy's. Like, I'm sure if you type in DeepMind on Twitter, like you'll you'll find him. Um, but like people are, I'm pissed because. Essentially, and he like straight up says it in his tweet, straight up says it. This pulls from thousands of other games and creates its own 2D platformer and, and does all this, makes this movement and and like perfects it from all these games. And like it's taken all these retro games that we've had over the years and it's making its own thing out of these games. And he's like saying it's like perfected and like, you know, just just craziness. like. 
absolute craziness. You look it up and like looking at the screenshots. I'm like, I think it, the ones they're showing, at least the ones that I've seen, look absolutely terrible. It says, um, according to DeepMind spokesperson, uh, when a user selects an action in his action controllable world model, Genie generates the next frame. It does not have any way to know which part of the image corresponds to the character, she said. Instead, Genie figures this out by doing itself during training time. The technology isn't limited to 2D environments. Genie could, for example, generate simulations to be used for training embodied agents such as robots. So, talking about stuff outside of this, but all the stuff that I saw and, and was shared about the deep mind was all video game related and you can go in there and, and make make a game with this and AI. Them being, it, it's just not an AI doesn't know what, what, what would be a fun game. I yeah, just gonna pull random crap. It's so it's I feel like it would be soulless, man, because like I just feel like it would be soulless is how I feel. I mean I can see how AI could be properly emitted in, in development. In development, yeah. I'm day, I'm with that. To, create it all yourself yeah yeah I, I i i don't like that because ai only pulls from what we know and have done that's it and what you program to tell it to do essentially but it's yes. not going to do anything you know new or unique no it's not doing it it's pulling from everything we already have that's all it knows it knows what we already have and that's it i mean you're not it's just gonna jumble it together yeah exactly off the code yes yeah, essentially and it's just like that just does not to me that that just not, comes off as like shovelware games that are like you find on the phone or you find on like the Wii store. That's what I feel like games. it'll be. That's what I feel like it'll be. It'll be like a mobile takeover. A mobile like game I want to do absolutely no work, but I want to try to make a quick buck. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this one where it shows all the movement, like it's showing all the movement from everything they've shown. And yeah, to me, like all the worlds and these are different games. They all, they all look the same. Like they, they don't look that different. This is showing, got like fifty moving screenshots here and like JPEGs. And uh, to me, it just looks so soulless. It doesn't look good. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah, this is show, yeah fifty two. It's shown fifty two of them. So and it's just gonna turn off people from from AI in, in the game and be like, nah. You made with AI, like, oh, you probably just cut a bunch of corners to, to shorten development time. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I mean, I, I like the AI inflammation and development is, I mean, it's, there. that's where we're going. And then, like, these job cuts, like, I legitimately believe a lot of them, uh, these layoffs, a lot of it is front, like, frontline people that aren't actually developing, that are doing other stuff, answering calls, answering emails, marketing. Yeah. I think it's a lot of those, but then I think also the AI implementation into even just that part of it, not even just the game development, like the AI taking over that, responding to things and, and generating things. And But you, I don't think it's going to work because it's just going to feel even more soulless. That's, you're going to yeah. know with a, a computer made it, and it, I don't think financially it's going to work out the way they think it will. Like, okay, here's, here's a, a really good example. Chat GPT, right? I can tell... Every single time if somebody's full like post is from that because it, it always sounds and looks the same. Always like it has this same tone like you can tell and then like it'll have usually after every single thing like an emoji and like like trying to make some sort of expression. But like I can tell every single time like I can point it out literally 
I just see it. Like you could see it. It doesn't sound like how a normal person would talk. It it sounds like how a, a super proper, like, you know, British guy would talk. Like that that's what it sounds like to me. What from like a hundred years ago? Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. Like nobody talks like that anymore. It's like that's what AI is going to be with everything. I feel like I feel like it's going to have that sort of like so, just soulless sort of thing. And yeah, you know, I I don't know. Like, how do you feel about it? I I just don't think it's. I think AI has its places, but it has its place in the world. But I just think it's far from a a, 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 a I can't speak. It's far from a working uh, product at this point. That's going to really be able to produce anything that's overly useful it could be like a tool to help you do certain things but on a whole i just don't think it's all that all that helpful at the end of the day yeah Yeah. the technology's just not there yet it's just not where you would want it to be but even then if it gets to a point where it it pumps out just a soulless it's just grabbing a bunch of stuff pumping something out i don't think it's gonna you know be the best product in the world especially if you're looking at it gaming or movie or something like that it's like it's gonna feel like it a machine wrote this i agree i mean it it does um so let me ask you how how do you feel about this crow remake i don't know anything about it the crow you ever seen the crow i i know crow is an animal but (laughs) no the movie the crow you've never seen the movie the crow i don't think so i mean i can pull it up real quick well so uh there's there's whole lore to it because Brandon Lee, who was um, Bruce Lee's son, got shot on the set of filming. Like they were using a prop gun, but it was an actual gun that was loaded, and he got killed when they were filming the second movie. I know, I yeah, I know. And anyway, it, it's like it's it's like beyond a cult classic. Like I love it. I love The Crow. Um, yeah, and- no, I've never I've never seen it before. Yeah, this remake, I just, if you look at, like, just, like, the original images of Brandon Lee as the crow, and, like, I just, I don't, it's one of those things where people are, like, this is, like, something you shouldn't touch sort of deal, like, why are you remaking this, like, like you, you will only ruin it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's already as good as you're gonna be type thing, like, people don't want a, a new movie. Yeah, and, like, uh, it, I, I don't know, um. Bill Skarsgård plays him and he's got like a tattoo right here like Post Malone like crossed his eyebrow and it, it almost like the Joker sort of deal that they did. Yeah. Uh, God, why? I just don't know why they do this with movies like this. It, it, it's a true great uh, cult classic. Like very, very good film. Um, yeah. So did, uh, are you a James Bond fan at all? Of the older. I don't really care for a lot of the newer James Bond really. There's an article here talking about uh, Jack O'Connell uh, addresses possibility of be- being cast as the next 007, taking Daniel Craig's departure. I guess we'll I guess we'll see at the end of the day, but yeah, I don't know. Ever since uh, was it Chris Brosnan or uh, Pierce Brosnan? Pierce I Brosnan. I think it's not the same. He, he was my favorite. It's been a, it, yeah, but I go back and I watch the older ones. and I'm like, oh, you, he really changed what James Bond was. And- he did. Eh, he did. I, I think down, it's like, I'm not the biggest fan of his movies. I or think it's Daniel nostalgia. It, yeah, yeah, I liked uh, was Skyfall. I think it was called. Yeah, Skyfall. I like that. Wasn't there I one called I, something Diamond or like Diamonds Are Forever or something like that? Yeah, I, I, I think go I back like and that I watch one. it, 
and obviously I, I really like Sean Connery and, and yeah, I like Roger Sean. Moore, James Bond. I think there's some of the better ones. Yeah, I like Sean uh, and Connery I, too. And there's it's just John, Sean Connery really breeds what uh, what he was supposed to be all along, what he was in the, I think in the books or something like that, or whatever it was based off of. I thought it was based off of something. I might be in that wrong, but yeah. Well, I mean, did you know that they're making a new Karate Kid and that Jackie Chan is in it? How many times did they? This is the third time they're going to remake it at this point. Like, I, know. New. I know. I know. Jackie is Chan that, was in the old remake from like two yeah, years ago. Yeah, with Will Smith's son. Yeah, since Karate Kid yeah. 2024 has also added Dawson's Creek star Joshua Jackson to the cast. The upcoming movie is a sixth feature length installment in the franchise. Jackson's character is currently unknown, but will play a major role in the movie. Um, and then, yeah, it's talking about uh, casting uh, Daniel LaRusso reprising his role and Jackie Chan reprising his role as a wise martial arts mentor, Mr. Han from the 2010 remake, The Karate Kid, which was loosely connected to the other movies in the franchise. I didn't know it was connected. Did you? No, but it's been so long. Like, why? why it was so bad. Dude, it was that movie was so bad. I hated that movie. Did you like it? That 2010 movie? It was okay, but I didn't care for it. Ah, not a fan. Oh, that was terrible. I was I, like, it's, a, it's a passable movie, but at the end of the day, it's just not that good of a movie. Yeah. I, yeah. Interesting. I, 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 th- I don't know if this is what you were talking about earlier or not, but. Love Shonen anime beats Demon Slayer Hashira training at the Japanese box office. Is this the one you're talking about? The new Haikyuu movie beat beat it in the box office, apparently. Haikyuu, the movie, decisive battle at the garbage dump. (laughs) This is the name of it. Haikyuu, the movie, decisive battle at the, the garbage dump has topped Japan's box office for two weeks. Beating out the latest Demon Slayer movie. Uh, yeah, I guess it's apparently some volleyball show. I, I I've never heard of it before. Well, they you want to play volleyball at a garbage garbage set? Decisive battle with the garbage show, and it's a movie. Oh my gosh, what what has happened with anime? I do want to see a Demon Slayer movie though. Are you interested in watching it? Uh, I've only ever watched the first season, so I'm like not caught up at all to watch it. Like I'd be completely lost. I know it's the second movie they've made for Demon Slayer, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not past the first the mo- season. The movie like was very standalone-ish. Like you did, I, I it, actually I knew a few movie, people. Like why? What I heard about the first movie was it was part of the actual arc. Like you have it to is. watch this movie to continue with the series. It is, but it also is like standalone-ish. Like you could just watch a movie. Like I know people that watch a movie and then they got into the anime. Like I, two people actually. Um, that that's how they got into the anime. They went because that first movie did really well in the theaters. I don't know if you remember, but like it, it smashed in the theaters even here. Um, yeah, but yeah, that third film. Uh, I need to watch it. Yeah, watch. But it. if you were, you're talking about how about how weird that name is, here's some really long names. I don't know if this is an anime or just a manga, but this is this is the name of a of a series. The story in which I was kidnapped by a young lady's school to be a Sample of the common people. That's the title of a series. Oh my god! Or the misfit of a Demon King Academy. History's strongest Demon King reincarnates and goes to school with his descendants. That's the name. Like a whole sentence. That's the title. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, uh, the title of a that reminds me of like manga? those those 
um, dungeon Japanese dungeon games. Um, oh god, they're like there's a bunch of them where like girls get taken away <laughs> to the dungeon. Like I, I don't know, you like type in like girls dungeon anime girls like dungeon a, is games. It like a, like a school dungeon. No, um, like dungeon school or something like that. No, I don't think so. I had to look up. There's, I know there's a, a series of them. Um, twenty five best dungeon crawlers. No, I can't think of what it's called. But there's, there's a few of them. Anime. I put Animal Girl. That won't help. Let's <laughs> play anime. Anime Girl Dungeon Games. Oh, top ruling role playing games tagged anime and dungeon crawler. They're always like, why are Blah blah blah. Like that's a, how the titles start or something. I'm trying to remember what the yeah. He's just like oh here it is. Here, here's here's one of them. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? That's the oh, name. That, of the that's game. a really popular show. Yeah yeah I know yeah I remember that one. I've seen the first season of it. Yeah that's, that's you want to hear another. Apparently this is a light novel. Uh, so, uh, so for her stripper, change her clothes. She screwed up her. Uh, she screwed up her high school uh, debut and became a shut-in. So I've ended up uh, coordinating her youth fashion. Oh my god! What the heck kind of name is that? What are with these names, dude? Some weird. The results from when I uh, time leaped to my second year of high school and confessed to the teacher I liked at the time. <laughs> the whole oh concept god. is crazier. I'm a high school boy and a best-selling light novel uh, author strangled by my fee, uh, female junior who's a voice actress. Oh, my. <laughs> like, what, what kind of title is that? Not only is it long, it's utterly confusing. That is, yeah, that's that's strange. I, this is crazy. There, there's a lot of, lot of weird. Is there any other <laughs> weird ones? I was trying to find one that wasn't this long, but it was just kind of weird. There's suppose there's, a kid from the last dungeon of boonies moved to a starter town. It's not as weird as I thought. I was trying to just go through different different names. Some are just long, some are just long and weird. <laughs> there's there's a lot of really weird I mean, especially when there's this one about I forget what it's called. I know it's like an anime trope at this point, but there's one it's like something in the title about the octopus and a girl like i know it's like a whole trope thing and like i i don't i don't i don't get it but <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't this one's a little bit more common but uh do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks oh my god what was um it's got some weird elements where it's like it's like do you in love with your mom or y'all there's a thing going on it's like weird do you remember orimo's like full title how weird that one was i i really liked it and i'm uh, yeah it was um oh that's a weird with he he marries like his sister or something like that it was it was really weird i can't remember i got the the japanese title for it. yeah that's what i'm talking about the english title is my little sister can't be this cute which was yeah uh, that's that's some weird weird brother sister incest crap going on yeah and like the the sister in it was like an anime fan and she like collected anime figures and had to hide it in her closet from her family because yeah. she wasn't allowed her, to like either her or one of her friends like a likes to cosplay or something like that but you know yeah. she wants to like hide it and yeah she like, ruined my popularity people think i'm into this yeah yeah it, it was it was uh it was a strange hey, how's it going uh the siphon popping in the chat hey what's up what's up um yeah it it was a weird one for sure um there's a lot 
there's a lot of weird ones, Mark. Like it, uh, uh, some of it's really thrown me, thrown me for a loop. And one of the reasons, like I have not kept up with anime uh, in a long time. Have you ever played the Hyper Dimension games? They're, they're really fun. Hyper Dimension Neptunia. I think I got one game on the, the Vita. Uh, on the Vita, and yeah. I just couldn't get into it. I'm sorry. It just was a weird gotcha. game. Same yeah, with some of those other anime-ish type games. Like I played the uh, one game that I know I have played are the. Uh, it's not Net- Neptunia. Uh, it's the, uh, the spinoffs. Uh, no, it's not a spinoff. It's its own thing. But they they did a uh, tie-in for one of the titles. But it's the uh, uh, Saren Serenron uh, Kagura the Ninja Girls. Oh yeah, games. yeah. I've got I've got or, um, the game. I've got one of those on Switch. Yeah, like, butcher the title. Um, like yeah, there's a like a little was... box set that I got on Amazon. It was on it was a deal for twenty. It was normally like sixty bucks, but it's in a little little box. Yeah, one of the games I had, I think it was also on the Vita, had to deal with their with shooting water guns at each other. It was weird. One of those fan servicey games with the, the fan service oh, spinoff. Did you <laughs> did you see the one I sent to you that you would probably like today? I don't know. Why, oh, you gotta look. Look let at me, it. Let me double check. I may <laughs> yeah. have checked it. I can't remember. Well, while you're you're looking, uh, this makes me really angry, and I didn't know about this. Uh, ne- Netflix revealed on Thursday that Ultraman Rising, it and uh, the Sabara Productions upcoming Ultraman CG animated feature film will premiere on June 14th. It looks horrible. I I love Ultraman. I, I love all kaiju and. Some- and Terrible live actions for Ultraman. Like the classic ones? No, some of the newer ones just come off as super cheesy. This looks terrible. This looks really bad. Oh, this makes me angry. I didn't even know about this. Ultraman Rising. I have to look up a little bit more. This, oh, this is like a this this wife quest I, game. It's kind of like a platform, like a anime platformer type thing. Yeah. I thought you might like it. <laughs> it's just the weird premise. Yeah, it's the the title, <laughs> the title, <laughs> Wife Quest. Uh, this looks, yeah, to me, this looks really bad. Uh, if you look at screenshots of this, man, this looks like, oh my god, wow, does this look horrible? Oh, god, like uh, what's it called again? Ultraman Rising. All right, this the synopsis is uh, with Tokyo under siege from rising monster attacks, baseball star Ken Sato. Reluctantly returns home to take on the mantle of Ultraman, but the Titanic superhero meets his match when he is forced to adopt a 35-foot-tall, fire-breathing baby kaiju. Saito must rise above his ego to balance work and parenthood while protecting the baby from forces bent on exploiting her for her own dark plans, uh, or for their own dark plans. In partnership with Netflix, I don't know, I'm butchering the the production company uh industrial light and magic uh it's written by shannon tindall and it's so it's not even it's it's like written it's written movie it's written by people here or people that aren't japanese japanese yeah and co-directed by john oshima that's yeah see i mean it looks like something that was produced and developed here like it yeah, like it's not, it's not, it's written by. Yeah, I hate that. By by Americans. That makes me really angry. I I love that series, cult classic for me. I I like all that Super Sentai and Kaiju and 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 all that stuff. That's a big bummer. Oh my gosh! I'm just looking here at 
uh, Anime News Network, VTuber legend, how I went viral after forgetting to turn off my stream. Anime reveals more. Oh, it's an anime called that. It's called VTuber legend, how I went viral after forgetting to turn off my stream. Reveals more cast and promo video. <laughs> that's I mean, right up that's your like alley. The, that's the name that's really of hot thing. We'll see how it actually does. It, it could be terrible for all I know. I'm going to pull up the trailer while we're talking. Oh my God, Evan. It, uh, it's an adaptation like- of Nana Nanato's VTuber Legend. Out- so, uh, a light novel series. It's an adaptation. Well, <laughs> That light, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> that light novel can't be that old because VTubers are pretty new. Oh, it probably came out only a few years ago. Oh yeah, the, the this light looks so bad. Twenty one. Oh, this looks stupid. I, you're the, you don't VTuber see, you don't stuff, see a whole lot. Uh, like this trailer doesn't really show a whole lot, but it's fairly obvious. There's no, not a lot of money that went into this show. It's got that terrible art style. I just can't. Well, it's got the art style of we don't have a lot of money, but we want to make this show really cheap. Oh, I just saw this part where they like blur her out. Must be what whatever people saw. <laughs> like she gets blurred out. She's naked or something. Oh, God. It's hard to tell. Terrible. And I, I don't to me, I don't quite understand the VTuber thing, but it's I know just it's a, popular. It's just a virtual avatar. Instead of just live streaming you yourself, you have a you have you just do it with an avatar. A lot of people do it just because they prefer the quasi privacy. Plus, it's got its own niche high and usually with like the anime fan base because of how it's kind of done it's just uh they just they did it and it kind of blew up and it and it works there's an anime called gushing over magical girls that's not surprising no uh but this is cool though this is some good news because i love the series uh earth defense force world brothers 2 game trailer reveals wait why does this look like minecraft it looks like legos have you ever played the earth defense force games I haven't. I've seen them before, but I've never actually uh, never actually played them. This is a spinoff game in the West. Uh, yeah, it looks like it is. It looks like Legos. Like they they straight up look like Le- not even Minecraft, like Legos. Oh, and they're like all to me. What? Oh, they're, it, like the know, Legos are than Legos. They're, they're like breaking apart in Lego pieces when they're battling. Yeah, it's probably a weird spinoff they're trying to do. Who knows whether it'll actually uh, do well or not? Man, that's a bummer. I love that series. It's weird. Not something I would be interested in playing, I don't think. <laughs> Probably. It's almost a guarantee. Like, nah, it's a it's no for me, fam. <laughs> Do you have anything um, coming up that you're looking forward to that's uh, releasing this yeah. year? Not that I really know of that I can come off the top of my head. Like, obviously, I'd like the the uh, Gundam Seed movie to, to come out in the West, but that probably be at the earliest, like another six months down the road. That's kind of mm. what a lot of adaptations do. Yeah. If it's not like a big, well-known, popular show. Uh, I mean, we're about, probably won't get a, a a release, or at the very least, a physical release for Godzilla minus zero to probably sometime next year. Yeah. So um, about that, I was talking to my brother about that the other day. So you saw it twice, right? And you got to see it in black and white. I only I only saw it once. And I only saw it in the black and white because, but by, by when I realized it was in theaters, it was the week only or the two week only when they were showing it in in black and white. So that's the only version like I only got to saw, uh, see it once. My hope is that I I would buy a physical if this is the case. My hope is that there's something that comes out that features both because like they're not going to stream both of those on a service or they're going to stream the regular no movie. I'm hoping because I, I to some degree and everybody I've talked to it's like the you black know, and white it version feels better. better watching it black and white. That's what I've like, heard. It's just because of the time period and the way it's shot. It just 
it feels naturally that it would be a black and white. And it wasn't a, it was a well done black and white transition. They just didn't, you know, like throw, throw it, it on. Like it was properly, they went in and properly made sure every, every scene was, was properly lit with the, with the black and white. It wasn't, wasn't cheaply done, but like, like if you had to do one, like it's fine in color, like the, it doesn't change anything, but it feels more authentic in black and white. Like, yeah, it takes you back to the good GR movie. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, cause I it look gives some... you the, it gives you the same feeling as the old, what's it, the 54 movie, yeah. the original Godzilla? It yeah, go has the exact same feel to it. He's not in it a whole lot. There's always this dread. The actual human characters are actually well-written. They're not just stand-ins for until wait till Godzilla shows up, like a lot of the newer stuff. That, well, that's how. I mean, I don't know if you know, but like the original was Gojira in Japan, and then the Godzilla yeah. that we got here, they added some stupid TV broadcaster into it. Like, they... they removed a bunch of scenes from the original Godzilla and they threw this guy in talking the entire time about yeah, Godzilla. Can, but it's easy. I don't think you can, I don't, I don't know if it, it's terrible. Go back and rewatch the original. It's the original version of it. Like Gojira is good. Yeah. 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 I, it's um, Godzilla minus one director is ready to see Godzilla fight some Kaiju. Apparently. So it's just a couple of days ago. Uh, it says the, that the minus zero one fight it. Yeah, minus one. Well, I mean, to be fair, they the movie kind of ends with a potential for a follow up, but you know, well, this is what he says. Not a guarantee. The the director guess- says he he says his next big challenge might be pitting his Godzilla against another kaiju. So like, there's Ideally, one of the older ones like Mothra. Or something Mo- like that's that, what I'm they, thinking. Mothra makes sense to be first without yeah without actually spoiling how the movie ends like. To some degree, kind of does. It was it was left open for for uh, another movie in that that time period to to take place. But I mean, who who knows? It says uh, Yamazaki appears to have plenty of ideas, and the current film certainly plants several seeds as to what the sequel might cover. So um, he said he might look to the movie Godzilla Raids again, which was, I believe, the second movie. Um, I mean, it's just kind of like a wait and see. I mean, that movie just ended; like, it just ended in theaters, especially the black, the the the, the minus zero one, uh, not not the the minus color version of it, the black and white one. But yeah, so it's you're well well before you're getting a green light in pre production at that point. I'm bummed out well, I didn't get to go of, see uh, that black and white version of the movie. I I just got bummed. lucky because I didn't even realize it was in. I was just like, well, I'm in Salt Lake for the night. Like, you'll look at a movie because I want to just sit in the hotel and be bored out of my mind. And I just so happened to be there. And I'm, I'm glad I was able to watch it, but like, I definitely hope they, they release because of like, I think it's the superior version to watch. Like I haven't watched the color one, but it just feels right in black and white. Yeah. I, 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 I I'm so bummed out because, uh, I did not like the previous Japanese Godzilla at all. I wasn't a fan. Oh, Shin Godzilla? I did not like Shin Godzilla. It had a lot of it was weird reactions. The, yeah. the transformation was my problem, right? The transformation it didn't even go through all its. It's got like another like it six didn't. Forms. It's yeah, got like and you can total forms to it. You can buy figures like statues of every single form, including it's the ones weird. not creepy. I don't like it. Yeah, it's, I, I don't think it's gonna get a sequel. It's just too too off the wall, and apparently. What other people criticize is just too much of people standing around talking about what to do and not actually doing stuff. Yeah. That was another criticism that I saw. But to be fair, that that happened a lot in old Godzilla movies. I can remember the military scenes of constantly of them talking, figuring out how to manage Godzilla. And that's kind of almost like a Godzilla trope 
this point. But to be like, fair, that's also like an older era where filmmaking was just done differently and everything's practical effects and like that. So when you do a big scene, that's the big scene because you built this whole massive set. And now you got to destroy it. So, so, I mean, are you doing a uh, so there's a new um, screenshot or three screenshots uh, released for Godzilla Kong where uh, King Kong is riding Godzilla. I think I've seen I haven't watched the movie that predates that, like the, the King of Monsters, like. I haven't you watched haven't Godzilla watched movie. King of Monsters like before. I actually uh, uh, like minus, King of Monsters a lot before Godzilla minus one. The last movie, a Godzilla movie I had watched, I think was uh, what's it like a Godzilla Mothra or Godzilla versus I think it was a Mecha Godzilla movie. It was like the there's last a, movie that I watched. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla two. Um, uh, Godzilla ninety nine or two thousand doesn't exist to me, so I don't I don't count that as a Godzilla movie. But it is canon. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge. I will never acknowledge that. That's a. Have you seen the scene of where he licks him and kills him and literally just like hits him and he's dead? In what scene? Uh, I think it's in Final Wars. Like you can pull it up. It's like a twenty-second scene of ninety-nine Godzilla. No, because I haven't. I haven't seen Final Wars. So, uh, Final Wars is really good. I like it. So it was the last. Um, it was like the last Godzilla movie to come out for a long time. It was one I I think I told you about last week that like flopped because there were so many Godzillas. Came out in two thousand and four. It was the last one we got for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I think the last Godzilla movie that I actually saw was one of the eighty like I mostly seen like the seventies and eighties movies and stuff like that. So there is a like thirty eight second clip on YouTube if you want to watch that and see that scene that I'm talking about. It's hilarious. It says Godzilla Wars. All Zilla scenes. It's 38 seconds long. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, yeah. I, I, are you going to, uh, you, you trying to review Godzilla Kong with me? It comes out this month. I, if I get around to actually watching the movies that predated, I, I will. I don't want to go into it not knowing what happened beforehand, even if it doesn't really all that matter all that much. Better get on it then. It comes out this month. It's like what two movies before it? Like that's an after. Uh, well, no, because there's Godzilla, then there's um, Kong Skull Island, then there's King of Monsters. Um, Kong Boy, Skull, Island. Skip Skull Island because I don't. Oh, I, dude, I, was so never, I was never a King Kong fan. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I just never cared about King it, Kong. I think it's better than the the first legendary Godzilla. I didn't like the problem. My problem with that movie is Godzilla is barely in it. You'll you'll like see him through like windows when he's moving. Um, they're crushing the buildings and like you just don't see them very much and uh, I, I didn't like that but King of Monsters is good it's got a lot of a uh, lot of monsters in it though yeah I'm just Godzilla or King Kong is the only kaiju that I've never actually really liked I liked all the other ones except for him really well I mean yeah but obviously King Kong's not an not originally yeah he wasn't. or he's in the Zilla it, it's its own he wasn't even movie. Yeah, it was always interesting how that worked. The Godzilla, um, the original Godzilla Kong is so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. I mean, King, King Kong technically predates Godzilla by you know maybe a decade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's, so that's the original King Kong is a really old movie. Yeah. And I, I think still holds up. I like it. Um, did you like uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong? I haven't seen it. I've, I've never been a, a King Kong fan. Yeah, because Godzilla came out in 54. The original King Kong came out in 33. Mm-hmm. It's a very old movie. Like that movie predates World War Two. <laughs> it, it's it, it's it holds up too. I'm telling you, it holds up. Uh, I used I had it on Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, yeah, the original Godzilla Kong movie, though. Oh my god, 
you just look at just a suit for for King Kong. Oh Jesus, it is brutal. It is brutal. They're like they'll like be rolling around on the ground and stuff. That oh yeah, it's from it's from sixty three, so that doesn't make sense. It's all really cheesy that's very, a weird in that movie yeah yeah it's a very weird movie it used to be on sci-fi channel all the time that was the first first way i watched it <laughs> some of these old old japanese movies are crazy oh yeah they are for sure they are uh crunchy roll confirms testing ai for subtitling <laughs> oh yeah that's there's a lot of talk about that because there's always a lot of criticism of the actual uh translators when you're dealing with like anime gaming yeah. and manga because there's a lot of claim that oh you're putting your 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 own personal and political bias and your opinion into some of these translations and stuff like that and it's that's that's been a contentious thing for like a decade plus now at this point. Hmm. A lot of the fans are turning they prefer like they'll, they'll go to fan subs because they just don't like certain translators. Interesting, I didn't know that. Gundam that, that also that also affects uh, uh, video games as well because it's usually like the same people translating both yeah, anime, manga, I mean, and video games. I mean, there's a lot so of like, like a new anytime a new game from like Japan comes over here. There's a lot of scrutiny on the actual translation of the game where people try to find like intentional inaccuracies or just intentional, yeah. like you changing something for no reason that didn't need to be changed. Well, like all, all your base are belong to us. You know, the, the that's just a bad as much as I love the mean. That's just a bad translation. Yeah. Not intent. I'm intentionally changing stuff because I don't like what's in the original. Uh, yeah, that's of, stupid. Of said product. Yeah, that's you the that's what you're dealing with in a lot of a lot of stuff is people I didn't know intentionally that. changing stuff. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, that's that's a forever a, a major topic, and, and you can't get into that topic without also getting into uh, politics. politics at the same yeah. time. That makes sense. Uh, this is a uh, Gundam F90 FF manga ends on March 26th. Never even heard of that one. That's news to me. I remember the was it like an F ninety movie or something like that? Yeah, I didn't know it was a I don't, manga that was still ongoing. This one's called FF. I knew the Gundam Thunderbolt manga was ongoing because I got the first volume. But every time I go to uh, Best Buy, but uh, Barnes, Barnes and Noble, Noble. It, the 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 lowest volume they have is like fifteen or something like that. I'm like, all right, great. I can't get any of the actual continuing volume because y'all never have it in stock. Listen to this. Frustrates me. Over 180,000 Helldivers 2 players are storming a single planet and are on track to liberate it in under 24 hours unless Arrowhead's devious DM gets mean again and says, update, he did. You know know what that's all about? I I saw that. It's like, I guess they're, it's, you know, they're trying to retake a planet they they lost or something like that. Well, what, I, I guess I don't. I haven't watched a ton of gameplay, so I don't, I don't know the sort of gameplay loop or like a four four man squad uh, uh, first person shooter where you just go to a planet and you have to like complete a mission or something like that. Um, I, I I mean I've seen the screenshots in the trailer and obviously watched the PlayStation uh, State I, of Play. I've seen some them. gameplay, but obviously it's supposed to be like an, an ever changing, ever involving world. So the developers are constantly okay. You can win this planet, but periodically we have to push you back. That way, there's always something to to do because I think the 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 oh. galaxy is kind of they got they have a finite amount of planets in the in the galaxy and they're gonna slowly take away main villains bring in new new people to kind of threaten a super earth and stuff like that so it's supposed to be like a ever evolving ever changing universe that you're fighting in this is so cool type in helldivers.io this is incredible you, you get like stats of everything that's happening and and uh, 
the liberations, the, the player count, the predicted time for whatever I guess taking over the planet. Oh yeah, the, the, the an actual map. The, yeah, that's oh, this. This I, looks I so fun. That, I think the in-game app slightly better, but this is dope that you that somebody uh, has this. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, the game's not even been out long. There's a whole whole website for this. That's really sure cool. Over time. Like this, it's got a really dedicated player base. Like yeah, I can tell, it, definitely get into it. I, there's all these players just on these single uh, single planets. Thirty eight thousand on Malevolent Malevolent Creek. Sixteen thousand like, on Draft. There's like a total. At the same time, another six hundred and thirty seven thousand players online right now. That's crazy. Like that. That is crazy. That's yeah. It, it looks really good. I'm I'm excited to dive into that one at some point. <laughs> Apparently, this is Hell Divers. Two developer responds as a fake game appears on Steam. We urge you to stay clear. And it's Helldivers TM2, like trade. Oh, somebody just trying to like take advantage of and scam people out of money type thing. There's there's two fake Helldivers 2 games on Steam, uh, both masquerading as Arrowheads, hit shooter, and a bid to scam people into buying their product. Huh. I didn't even know that you could. Yeah, it shows like the the different prices for. How, how does that even work? Because I, I I'm not like a avid Steam user. I don't have a PC rig. To... I mean, they just posted a game with the title and probably just trying to you know deceive people with the actual game. How does that get on Steam though? There's a lot of garbage games on Steam. I don't. It's not like the. the Is it like the strictest... eShop? Is it kind of like yeah, to some degree, but you can a lot of stuff's kind of curated by the community. So a lot of those garbage games just don't populate on a lot of the main pages people go to. You kind of have to go out of your way to find those trash games. Interesting. Yeah. I, the actual like home pages and the big pages where you're like, hey, I want to play a game that's like a want to play an RPG. All these pages are are curated. What, what what you're initially introduced to on like the initial pages is curated. But if you go down far enough, you start going into to the the shovelware type games. Hmm. But the Steam Steam page, to some degree, unlike the, on the Nintendo Online, it's not it's it's curated to what you're going to see out the gate. Interesting. This is kind of uh, interesting. It says uh, Tomb Raider remastered one through three devs downgrade strangely superior Epic Games version, saying it had. Work in progress materials that do not represent our final quality expectations. Well, they didn't want to. They from the Epic and the Steam, they probably wanted to look at it. It was somebody uploaded the wrong version, and they didn't want a quality difference across the board. Yeah, it says to favor one one publisher over the other. That that makes sense. It says uh, the brush up of Laura Croft's classic adventures, uh, shoot dinosaurs, is mostly gone. Down well with fans. We even gave it a very respectable 78. This is on PC Gamer. Um, turns out it could have been even better if you bought it on the Checking My Notes Epic Game Store. Wait, really? As spotted by several members, the remaster appears to have had two different versions. The one available on Steam and GOG and the one available on the Epic Game Store. The one probably uploaded on Epic was probably the wrong version of the game. That's hilarious. How does that even happen? Uh, yeah. Somebody's says, not paying attention. They upload the wrong file. It says their version of the Palace Midas level was missing its roof. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Interesting. So they uploaded a, a version that they were still working on, the actual one they wanted to be uploaded. But it sounds or when like... They, when they, they, they uploaded the, a wrong update or something to it. 
Interesting. Have you seen the about the uh, Dark Forces remaster? Star Wars I Dark Forces. Oh, you gotta look that up. Yeah, people are raving with that. I mean, like, it's a remaster that like really, really looks like a remaster. Like it, it almost looks to the degree like it, it could I mean, be a remake. Like I've looks- seen that bundle when I was at GameStop of like it had like six or seven old Star Wars games. No, th- together. This this just came out a couple of days ago, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I want to grab that because it has all those games in one package. I want that. It's got. It's got the pod racing game in there. It's got um oh I forget what else. Like the the Jedi Academy. Yeah. Like the uh, one and two. The uh, the one with the dude where he uh it's like Vader's apprentice. Um, I can't remember what the name of it. I I, I I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. Um, what is that called? I, I played it. It was on PC. Oh, Force Unleashed. It had the Force Unleashed as part of it as well. Yes, it's the. I think it's the Heritage package, is what it's called. Yeah, that's a really good bundle. That's a lot of games. I want to get that. That's a. I, I guarantee so that that the, bundle uh, doesn't stay in print for very long. I guarantee so it goes up. Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, uh, Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast, uh, Fortune Least, uh, the Old Republic. Uh, uh, I think it's the Old Republic Two, the Sith Lords, uh, Republic Command, and the uh, Star Wars Racer. Yeah, I, I so it's all oh, seven seven games in, in one. That's a good collection. That's really it was like good. uh, it was like sixty dollars when I was at GameStop. I didn't I, pick it up. I mean, that's a good uh, deal because they they released like two packs of some of them that were like standalone by themselves for like forty bucks. Put on all seven together. I just don't know the the actual quality of the of you know the actual game well, collection. I, I I played the the pod racing one because I got it from Limited Run. It's it's good. It's really good. Oh, I got the pod racing game on my PC, so why why we buy a game again? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have the pod racing game both on now PC and on the 64. So uh, I mean, don't you want to play it mobile though? That game's difficult enough sitting still. Like if I'm moving around, it's gonna make some of those levels brutally difficult. Did you check out the the Dark Forces? Um they, they look so good, dude. I really want yeah, to play that. Yeah, that looks interesting. I'll, I I might you know think about getting it. I think I played that game before. That it came out on the 64, right? This- yeah, the first one did. Yeah, and there, there's a sequel, I believe. That I think it's just Dark Forces Two. Yeah, they, I think I played it before. I think we we read it at one point, but it's I don't. I it's been so long. It's like I think I played this game before. Some of the levels probably remind me of it, but yeah, there is a dark, uh, I'll, I'll, Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces Two. Yeah, so that one I I feel like I played that one on PC. Um, the second one. Because I, I don't think the second one came out on 64. I don't no, I think the first think. one did. Could be wrong, but I don't. I know the first one did for sure. Because it kind of plays like a like a like Doom did. It's just yeah. the, the 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 old shooters like that between Doom and uh, 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 Gold uh, Golden uh, Gold Gold and stuff like yeah. Like they all kind of play very very similar to each other. Yeah, they do. Those old old first person shooters. Yeah, they do for sure. Um, it it looks uh it looks pretty interesting though. So some yeah. Apple Vision Pro headsets are cracking up, and Reddit's already awash with theories about this costly crack gate. Um, so apparently they're cracking. All devices are sus- sus- susceptible 
the breakage, particularly those that are designed to be carried around with you on a regular basis. However, you'd hope that a $3,500 headset would be more robust than most. Uh, well, thank- I mean, depending on what kind of glass it's made out of, you if you're if you're going from extreme hot to extreme cold, you know, basic science of of, you know, of uh, expanding and contracting might play a role. I but I don't know. I don't know what instance they're cracking in. Are are you just being a bad user? And you're just manhandling it too hard. Yeah, that, I mean, you have to take that into consideration that people aren't taking care of it. And like it might crack, but you might not be taking proper care of it. You might be throwing it on the ground like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people people are always going to, like, not take care of crap. So, like, so. I need to know, like, exactly what instance did it crack in. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, we've got... Find any other news or, or any other hot topics? Uh, nothing major that I've seen. It's not That wasn't the biggest week for new... Oh, well, not non-gaming news that I've seen. Yeah, I was curious to see if there was anything else to cover on that side of things. Uh um, so I don't, like I, as far as I know, there's nothing nothing major to cover on that end. Is there something else that you saw? I was looking uh, to make sure and check and see if there's anything there. But uh, I am excited this month for the new Godzilla. So you gotta uh, you gotta watch this other ones because it comes out really soon. I know there's there's some good games that come out this month. One of which is that oh yeah uh, yeah that well, Samurai well, Girl game I think comes out later this month as well. What what new releases uh, do we have for this month? Actually, uh, let me pull it up to double check. I don't want to try to go off my memory. I'd rather actually pull some up just to just to make sure. Uh, to let's try to think if there's any big ones. I pulled up the Gamespot stuff. Yeah, I was I I completely forgot the, about checking uh, about new releases because. Trying to think of what else comes out this month. I mean, obviously you got Final Fantasy yesterday. So, so I guess you got month. Unicorn Lord comes out for sure. Yeah, that's what we talked about. I thought about emailing that, about a code for that game because I I, I want to uh, check it out. The uh, Contra Gulag game comes out on the twelfth. And oh, I, if okay. I'm missing a big game, it's just because I don't know. Obviously, on the twenty first, uh, Horizon Forbidden West comes to the PC. The complete edition comes to PC. You got Dragon nice. uh, Dragon's Dogma Two comes out on the twenty second. The same Ooh, thing. Yeah, that Print, comes out uh, this month. Princess Peach Showtime comes out that same day. Oh, I that, I thought that was April. Okay, no, like, yeah, that no, one I'm grabbing for sure. Have you seen the gameplay for that? Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. It looks really fun. Looks really fun. I like the the power up and the whole um, the whole like premise of it. Kind of different. Yeah, uh, you get the South Park Snow Days that comes out on the 26th. Though I didn't I didn't like how it looked. Mm-mm. No, not uh, me either. Oh, it's Stellar Blade was about thing, but that didn't come out till April twenty sixth. That's going to be a big one. That's just a that's a long wait for that game. That's definitely one that it's like when it comes out, I'm, I'm going to play it. Yeah, yeah, I want to play it uh, too. I mean, there's a lot of games that come out this month. This I don't from what I looked at, not a whole of them, not a whole lot are like super big games. I'm pretty excited for the Princess Peach and obviously Contra. Um, what what else came out on the twenty second with Princess Peach? What was it? Uh, the uh, Dragon's Dogma Two. Yeah, I mean the one that's, they talked I, about with the uh, it's got a, a dog content or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, to be expected, but yeah, that's that's a big one there. That's a big one. I, are, do you plan on playing that one? Uh, probably not right away, but I'll, I'll look into it when it comes out and see if it's something that I want that I do want to play. Yeah, it it's it seems like it would be the type of game that you would like based on the other two that I played, like just knowing like games that you enjoy it. I think that you would like it. I mean, consider yeah, if this one's good, of course. Like uh, oh, the other uh, two, high were, fire, 
The Hi-Fi Rush comes out on the 19th of this month as well. Like I missed that one. For Switch. Yeah. Or for no, is that that one's for, not coming to Switch, right? PlayStation? I'm not sure. The side I'm looking at doesn't tell me off the top of my head. It's already it's it's a Microsoft game. So that, apparently that, these yeah, the, the Star Wars Battlefront uh, classic collection comes out on the 14th. What's that include? Uh, let me pull it. Oh, the Battlefront. Sorry. So yeah, that's yeah. I think it's the original Battlefront games, like the the original Battlefront one and two. But let me pull up just to be sure. Yeah, that comes out this month. Yes, on the thirteenth. Oh heck yeah, yeah. And it's, it's got online multiplayer. Yeah, it's the it's the original Battlefront one and two, not not EA's bastardization of those games. No, it's absolutely terrible. It's smart, oh, smart to have these uh, two release in a remastered collection because they're amazing yeah. games. Absolutely love them. Yeah, nothing, nothing major that actually jumps out as like a major game. I mean, there's other games, but I think they're a little bit more on the smaller side, right? Unless you're a WWE fan that comes out on the eighth. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. I think you are though, right? I'm not a fighting. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like fake wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't remember. Do you like horror movies? I hate horror. Movies. I don't. I don't like the horror thought, movie genre at all. I, I thought you did. Well, that's a bummer. There's going to be yeah, a no, new burst that bubble. <laughs> Arrowverse star Melissa Benoit comments on the DC Universe's new Supergirl. There's a new Supergirl. It's oh, always this uh, new game coming out. <laughs> no, well, this isn't a game. This is a uh, live action. Oh yeah, the movie. Yeah. Uh, it says, yeah, no. Millie. Alcox Supergirl will draw inspiration from the Women of Tomorrow comic by Tom King. Interesting. And the actress uh, looks like good kind of fit. She's from Game of Thrones, Alyssa, Melissa Benoit or something. I, I, it looks like, I don't know, it's got a Game of Thrones picture next to it. So, kind yeah, of it's probably most she's most well known for. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, this has been, uh, it's been a fun episode. Yeah, I know. I guess we had a cats for Nelson stop by. Oh, said uh, said they were just stopping by just before bed. But oh, <laughs> thanks for into the show. Yeah, at this point. appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, thanks. Uh, cats for Nelson's been super supportive and is a uh, channel member now. Also so. had a, a typhoon a Hector stop by as well. Uh, just a, few, a little bit of while asking everyone's night was going. Yeah, we're doing good. Talk about random stuff. Not a lot of news that came out this week, so kind of kind of hitting a, a limit for how long we could talk about some of that stuff. Yeah, just just trying to hit some other stuff, and we talked a little bit about uh, some movies, and then talked about some anime, talked about some manga, some Yu Gi Oh, <laughs> told some old stories, <laughs> got a little yeah, bit of everything. Uh, um, yeah, some of the uh, anime you talk about. I know we talked about some of the mo- anime movies that had just been coming out uh, recently. Uh, so I think it was the Gundam Seed movie. The I guess it's a I don't remember what it's called. But there was a volleyball movie that beat out the uh, High Q. Yeah, High Q beat out the uh, uh, blank on the name of the show. Uh, uh, Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer the Demon the Demon, Demon Slayer movie. That was killing me. I couldn't think of what it was. <laughs> well, yeah, that's so okay. that, there's just, just some other random stuff. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Do you have a favorite anime, Brandon? Um. That's a good question. Um, I mean, mine outright is very easy. It's a uh, Tenchi Muyo, the the OVA series. Yeah, no, mine is between two. It's Yu Yu Hakusho and uh, Rurouni Kenshin. Always, those are my two favorites of all time. It's just I I have a hard time figuring out which one. I feel like I lean more towards Rurouni Kenshin, but I love Yu Yu Hakusho, man. 
I love I mean, it. They're both they're both good shows. You, it's always a good good rewatch for for Yuga show over a few years. Yeah, I, I love it. And there, I mean, there's a lot of good uh, there's a lot of good Yu Yu uh, video games too. There was one I played on GBA called Spirit Tournament, and uh, that was really really fun. Like there's some, and there's I know there's one on PS2. Um, where else was there? I can't remember. But there, there's some good ones. So yeah. For sure. Well, I'm just a fan of the of the older ones for sure, but unless you had anything else you want to talk about, Brandon. Well, I think we're uh I think we're good for episode seventy-four. Appreciate everybody watching. Um, of course, you can support us on Patreon. We've got all our links for social media in the description. And if you become a channel member, I'm gonna have a exclusive video coming out for you guys in a few days, as well as some videos before everybody else that's gonna be coming out. Uh, there's a lot of cool perks there. Give me discounts on merch, all that fun stuff. We just need three more channel members and we can have 10 people featured on the front page. Right now, we can't have members featured until there's 10. So as soon as that happens, we can have uh, channel members featured, which will be uh, really awesome. I guess you can gift um, channel members. So keep that in mind, but appreciate everybody watching and listening. And uh, we'll be back again next week. See y'all later. Appreciate y'all support.